Having a night, I I don't know if it's good or bad yet. Well, let's uh, let's find out. Let's uh, see what we do with this podcast. You know, I have entitled this podcast "Squid Rants" for a reason. <laughs> Where I requested to be on an episode so I could just get my frustrations out of the way. Yes, sir. So I am going to give you that platform. All right. <laughs> So where do you want to begin? That's the question I got for you. Where do you want to begin? Um, before I scream about stuff, I'm not even going to scream. Let's let's be honest. It's too it's it is too late to do the screaming. Just a bit. Uh, one second. Let me save what I'm doing with this real quick. Um, all right. I think I did this right. Okay. So I'm going to get some good things out of the way. Good things I've been seeing because this is my, this is my like super big rant before, before I like quit, I guess. Not, not like quit, but you know what I mean? I understand. Like calm down. So let's talk about um, what, what I like in uh, leagues. So I've been looking at like IWS, right? We already know Nick's good at running leagues. Um, I like how a lot of people in leagues, if someone has a lengthy reign, there will be those people who will be like, drop the fucking belt already. But with IWS, since it is just so much of it just being a whole entire world that Nick has created and bringing in people that he trusts into it and letting people have those title defenses, like letting people he trusts write those title defenses and use them in their leagues. I think it's created that okay, he doesn't have to lose the belt now because when he does eventually it'll be this huge moment. And I'm really glad that they haven't ran into this um, situation where some like idiot fucking has Gavin lose without Nick's permission. Well, I'm really glad. the one good thing that I think everybody has kind of realized with IWS is, uh, is that that's Nick's baby. And we don't want, you know, league owners, we want to communicate with him. If we want this belt over here, you know, we, we want the ability to, you know, maybe at some point do more with IWS. So uh, we're, yeah. we're not just in it for the belt, although it's, it's important, but I mean, and, 
the IWS title has become like the true, like independent title of, of the app. Uh, and I know that other independent championships are maybe starting up here soon. And uh, I know we've got one in NGWI, uh, but you know, the IWS belt has been a great anchor because that's like been the one branching point where it's been like, that's the belt that's basically everywhere. And the good thing is that I think people are starting to learn their lesson with uh, not getting permission on certain things. So it's one of those things where hopefully it stays that way. I am excited to uh, see where it's going. Obviously I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, the road to Mexico show came out today and uh, I I would uh, encourage everybody to go check that out. It is, uh, there is a massive announcement at the end of that for uh, the next Gavin Armstrong Challenger, so go check that out. It, it should be a barn burner of a match. Um, and I think IWS can only go up from here. It just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. I mean, I really like what Nick's doing. Um, <laughs> but there's a thing, this thing with that. We've already gotten to my first, like, complaint. Um a lot of people, when he did his poll, and this isn't this isn't just me saying it because part of the reason I was annoyed with it had something to do with me, but um, he posted his poll and he's like, who should be the next challenger for the IWS World's Championship? Or World's Heavyweight Championship, I apologize. Um, and it was like, it was like Squid Cabana, Prince uh, O'Shaughnessy, and like a bunch of other names. And like, there was, like, a storyline reason as to why it could have been me, but, like, I feel like people just never read the main event uh, of the Hollywood show and skipped over it and then instantly went, oh, Prince, Prince, oh, yeah, or, like, oh, I should fight for the belt. And I, I just I just was, like, I mean, Marco Santana, he cool. You know, he should fight for it. That's So that's why I voted for him. But I, it makes me think, like, um, some people just – it really proves that a lot of people, even with something as short as IWS shows, uh, which are short and still like really good, because because when he take when Nick takes the time to write a match, no matter it could be like Nick's worst match, but it'll still be better than my best match. Um, but like people, it it really shows that like when Nick posts something that he really likes, that there are people out there who are just going to skip it over and see who wins. And that's just how people on Amino are. It is. They just... Uh, that, yeah, they that's just, where running a league can be very frustrating sometimes. You know, I think everybody, uh, me and you included, being that we do run leagues, we know that yeah. people just scroll through and see it, and they don't take time. And I, I, like, I think I can speak for everybody. We're all guilty of it. Um, and it, needs to, it does need to change. And there, there's great stuff that happens. Uh, but the change starts with just, you know, a, a couple of users and hopefully spreading the word. And it's like if, if certain people take time to do it, then maybe other people will follow. Um, but yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that can ever really go away. And one of my biggest things is I got to be, like, involved. I, I got I to see where it's going, like – I, mm-hmm. I want to know what the next thing is. If I'm invested in your show, then I'll I'll take the time to sit down, take a look at it, and, you know, just go over everything, you know. And I, there's a lot of leagues out there that I do enjoy, but there are times where I just kind of get 
disengaged with it, I guess. And it's just like, okay, next show comes out. Uh, let's see what's going on. Okay. I kind of get the picture here. Mm-hmm. And I, that, that just kind of happens sometimes. But I do enjoy uh, product. And first of all, when you drop a poll like that, uh, you got to think uh, name value comes into it as well. People see Prince. Prince is the is the guy. Like he's like the top star, but not even as that character. No, not even as the character. But they see Prince and they're like, "Oh, it's Prince. Got to vote for him." Boom, he's getting the shot. No problem. I, I when that poll came yeah. out, I believe I, I want to say I voted Cabana, but I'm not. I'm, I think- I'm not too certain. I want to say I voted Cabana. Um. And it's not even like like people had their reasons of to course. not vote. And like, I'm not mad that people voted for someone else. It's just kind of like, given how there was like hardly any votes with, and then there was like that whole storyline surrounding a possible rematch. I just sat there and I was like, oh okay, let's, let's move on, everybody. Well, I think I think there's the reasoning too behind that is that IWS they every time they post a show it's must watch, but I don't think people take a look at it and while stuff like BOTB and um, st- stuff like uh, BSTW when it was around and, and other things mm. like that. Kind of kind of Kojo now that it's yeah. back. If I, if you're going the route, I think you're going with this. Well, let's see if I am and you tell me if I'm going that route. And you got a bunch of recogni- recognizable names on the rosters. There's, oh, there's a whole bunch of name value. Um, and I, I'd say that IWS kind of, if, falls behind just because of the uniqueness of it uh, much like much like an injection much like a conquest much like a kraken gate in that there's a whole bunch everything's unique and they're all great in their own personal way but they're using characters a lot of them that are created just for that place you know they, they yeah. take they take reps that they want to use they take reps that kind of fit what they're looking for and they build a roster through that and that's amazing. That I, I love every single one of those, but I just think it, it there's people out there that disengage from it for that reason, and that's really sad to see. Yeah, especially when everybody else is doing well. Not anymore that he's gone, but everybody else is doing fucking Noah Reed versus Daniel Bennett three thousand. Like, <clears throat> listen or, for all or, intents and purposes, um, Noah Reed had a lot of potential. But there's a, there's something where I would say pushed too fast. It, it was, there was never a gradual build to no re getting that shot. It was the custom came out. It, it was out for a couple months before he really got it going. But mm-hmm. Ren, but then no, he switched the rep from punk from Gargano to punk back to Gargano. And then everybody just put the strap the rocket on him. There was no gradual build for Noah Reed to go from this new talent to this main event contender. And Daniel Bennett, one one good thing about Daniel Bennett is that he started small. Like he was winning cruiserweight belts, he was a mid carter, and he worked his way to get to a certain point rather than mm-hmm. just end up in that position immediately. Yeah, because he like actually had the build that Noah Reed didn't exactly, which, which is played into both of their promos, and I really like how they use that because it's it's like Noah Reed fucking shat out of nowhere, like like Amino God took a dump and there was Noah Reed. Then Daniel Bennett like 
within the cruiserweight divisions of everyone's fucking league for some reason because he said he was a cruiserweight on his profile and when the, when, you know when like everybody had a cruiserweight division of course and then, then he moved up in a lot of these leagues that didn't die um moved up towards their heavyweight championships ended up winning them well not maybe not even the heavyweight championships but like a mid-card belt that wasn't the cruiserweight championship yep. or just being in these really good matches and people were getting attention on him versus Noah Reed just never not having attention on him thanks to switching back to Gargano the moment Gargano was getting in his feet with Champa. But, you know, well, that's... let me be the first to say that I was not a fan of switching the rep to Punk to begin with. I was like, I was like, bro, no, what's the reason? What is, what is the reason? Well, I, th- I just thought he, I just thought he had something there with the Gargano rep. And I think that's where it all kind of went off the rails when he switched to Punk because the minute he switched to Punk, everybody was making him the main eventer because Punk was the established main event guy. So they immediately took that and said, well, you're repping CM Punk. Guess where you're going to be? Instead of Gargano, who was in NXT at the time still with Champa, so they were going to kind of use him as the underdog and build him up. When he switched to yeah. Punk and then he switched back, well, he was already the main event guy, so people couldn't take him out of that spot and put him back at the bottom and build him back up, or at least that would be the perception. They had mm-hmm. to keep him where he was. And that ultimately hurt Noah Reed in the long run. That's why that's why Noah Reed is not here anymore. As far as as far as that and the fact that I just don't think Ren has any interest in doing much league stuff as far as promos go and stuff like his, that. His view on it now is kind of my view on it. Um <laughs> I said this today in a Discord chat. That's already that's already one thing in the Discord server. Like me mentioning fact that i use discord more than amino that's that's one thing um but i i sent a message in there and i was like i really hope more people sign pegae and i as cck because i'd much rather do things as a tag team guy with pegae because he is like my best friend on here um versus just being a singles guy saying the same thing in every single fucking promo like I'd rather work together with somebody to revive a division that no one fucking cares about right now besides Nick, uh, you and Rabbit, kind of, kind of, right? Because you guys are yeah. all, you're on and off tag team. Well, we, we, want, uh, we want more bookings as a team. Let's put it that way, but people don't want to sign us as a team. That's the issue. You also have Kid and Kirk, which could also be a team. So you have two teams with Kirk. Yep. <laughs> um. There's must okay. Well, hold on, let me do this. There's elite. I'm not even. I'm not even listing then, but because they don't really team anywhere outside of battle the best. But like all he's doing is tags and stuff, which is kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. So there's the leaders. Some leaders. I mean, there's a shit ton of tag teams, but they're just not getting signed. Anymore. Yeah. There's a there's a um, lot strong in the fast. Uh, you can throw in for the fast leaders, mustache mountain, the thief in the shadow or some shit. Thief. I don't know. The, the Joker and the thief. Joker and the Thief. Yeah, we did it. We figured it out. Um, I guess you can count Peggy and I, CCK. Yep. I mean, we just, we just came together to do this. We haven't really been signed anywhere yet. That's a thing. Dying Breed. Um, uh, dying Breed. There's, um, I don't know as much as I hate to say this, Noel P. There's Noel P. <laughs> can we just say how stupid that name is for a second, you, please? I want to do the Flame Pedro. <laughs> When he was on it, I wanted you to spend like an hour and a half just yelling at him about the name. I have gone on and on about this. And as a matter of fact, last night, 
They have been they've been calling themselves this for almost a month now. And last night we were pitching names in like pitching names to them so they mm-hmm. could switch it because anything is better than no P. But yeah, no I, well, I, I said this. I, I said this uh, with uh, when I was talking to, uh, just talking with Rabbit and maybe Tool, and I was like, "Why don't they just call themselves the Future Foundation?" Still, well, like, there's a reason for that, and it's because the Future Foundation has so much draw to like Ricky Torres and Blake Lethal. They they want it. That's what they. That's what I was about to say. I was like, Blake Lethal and Ricky Torres just team and call them just just use the Future Foundation name and be like, "You two suck." Dude, you you bro. two you two ran off. Like you two, you two wanted to do yeah, your own thing. They were just like, "Oof, gone." Well, I, I can I can say this, and here's the behind closed door situation. You know, Steve, Steven kind of went away, and now that he's yeah. he put his first promo out with Ricky in a long time, so he's back now. It's just, it's just a matter. First of all, when Starbound Kingdom came about, every league he was in went and sold themselves. They sold their souls to Starbound, so all those leagues went away. Bro, I gotta. <laughs> we get to a good stopping point here. I'm gonna yell about not yell, but like I got something to say about Starbound. Okay. In a minute. Okay. Uh, but like you're right. Like Ricky Ricky Torres was in AWG. The other one is an AWG other, distinction. Uh, distinction. GWO. Yeah. He was in Retrograde, which is also a part of. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, Retros. Retrogate, and then that other one he did, and then this new one that's coming out. It's gonna be great. This one's this one's gonna be the one. I believe I believe it too. He's got he's got a very good. Um, he's got his head on straight about this one. He knows exactly what I he wants to do. For me, it's Beta League. We're getting somewhere. He's good, man. He's really good. He's good. I love Retro, dude. That's my boy. Um, where else was Ricky Tor? Kraken Gate. I haven't used him though, because have the big ADHD booking. Which I will explain later as well. Well, he's ready if you need him. He's ready if you need him. Uh, and now he was, he was, he's in GWI now. That's about it. And, and uh, Rising, when yeah. Rising ended, that. But Rising's the fuck back. Fuck is Rising? It's it's still it's still around somehow. It's still around somehow. Oh yeah, Rising signed CCK. That's a thing. Yep. That's that's the only person who signed uh, CCK. But Isaiah had no idea that we got signed. SCCK. Yeah, neither did I, and I run their tag division. How did that sound? I, he was like, he was like, oh, I forgot you were still Bo, and I was like, um, can I not be? Well, I was like, <laughs> anymore. I, I came in there, and it's like you were booked for the six the six way scramble, and I'm like, and then I I, came, I showed up in the chat. I showed up in the creative chat one day, and it was like, oh, by the way, we signed CCK. We need a replacement for Samoa Bo. Were you? He was like. I was like going to third block, right? And I was looking at my phone, and it was like, "Hi, can we sign Bowen Castillo? I know we haven't used him well." And I was like, "No, sign CCK, bro." Then I sat there the whole time, like, "Wait, I'm in this league." And then he, and then Storm messaged me like an hour later, like, "Oh shit, you're small bow." And I was like, "Not anymore, <laughs> not anymore, bud. You screwed that up. What a what a guy." Like I, I don't like using small bow. Joe Joe is very hard to rep to begin with. Like I could use a custom as Joe, but like just straight up being Joe is just It's hard. difficult. It is. 
I, I don't I don't blame you. And I think I think ultimately CCK is going to be super successful. This version of CCK is going to be a lot better than the other one. I always promise you that. He doesn't have Ethan with him this time. Oh, yeah. It's going to be better promos, man. For a bit. But he only had Jen, like, in Kraken Gate. So, then he got injured right now. So, yeah, it's just going to work out. I I think it'll be really well. And uh, you can trust me. I I got it. I'm already formulating stuff in my head. Um, So, what's next on the agenda? I guess I can. I'm gonna slide in the start round because we were talking about that. Okay. So, uh, the other the other week, I posted. I made a post, and it was like Squid Star is Battle of the Best exclusive, kinda. Because, like I was saying, I don't really like doing single stuff anymore. Nolan, if you're reading this, please don't cancel all of the plans you have just because I said I didn't want to do single stuff. And it was kind of like an in general thing, not like like a specific place thing. They don't so like they were they just assumed I left and then I was trying to like see if I could join as someone else and I basically got told that like they didn't want any of my other characters. Fuck you, bro. Well, <laughs> allow me to say that I, I was there because uh, I am a part of their creative, although sometimes it feels like I'm not. Uh, I am a different story. Like, their creative. I'm a, I'm a part of their creative, and I try to you know I was on the outside and I didn't know any of that was going on like i saw your post and then i went into their creative and i just was looking to see what was going on and they they were they got kind of frantic and then i think i think on the post too i was like finish out what plans you have for me i didn't mean like oh do it in like the next few shows uh, and they never messaged me about it either no i'm pretty sure the one who got in touch with you about it was retro wasn't it yeah retro was like retro was like uh he just messaged me and he's like Stay. I was like, okay. I guess I'll stay. Like I said, some funny response, but no, like I was like, oh yeah, sure. He was the first person, like hours later, to message me about it. I was like, well, he's probably sleeping when you posted it, and then he wakes up, and he, that's the first thing he sees. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand what you're going for here too. I mean, you just want to. First of all, what Stars got going on in BOTB right now, there, there's no reason to tarnish that anywhere else. There, there is no reason to tarnish that anywhere else. And as everybody else was turning to heel, and I was just like, oh, like I'm the bait. Like, all listen, what, what David Star's doing outside of wrestling Amino doesn't necessarily have to dictate what Squid Star does. Yeah, I was like, bro, like, I think the only thing I was doing that I liked with Star outside of Battle of the Best, no offense to whoever booked me to do whatever as Star. Um, was teaming with Spucks, but I haven't talked to him in months. Uh, I cry about it all the time, like, actually. I haven't seen him since the G2. I haven't seen him since the G2. I hope he's okay. I worry about him a lot. This Liam, fucking respond to my messages every once in a while, bro. But if you're, you know, like, busy or, like, in pain, I didn't mean it when I said fucking, okay, I'm not mad. Anyways, um, but yeah, so like besides uh, juicy product stuff, I wasn't really doing anything as star. Anyways, I'll, I'll battle the best. Okay, I know that was going on. I'm not trying to say like I wasn't doing anything in battle the best, but besides battle the best and then being a heel in every league is juicy product because that's just juicy product for heels. Uh, I was doing nothing, and then I had wrestling I was gonna do. It was gonna be me, Tool, 
we had Jordan in it because Jordan's cool, right? She's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, Jonah was going to be our Jake something. Something. Jonah's going to listen to this and, like, yell at me in a minute. But, like, I'm sorry. Anything that's not Bullet Club that I do with Jonah just doesn't end up working. And it's not really his fault as much as it is just both of our faults or just maybe just specifically mine. Oh. But whenever, like, one of us is be- like, well, because we're both being used as fucking singles guys everywhere, and then we can't do a faction where one of us has to change our reps because they always want Kenny Jomega to fight Javichka Okada, but who's got Javi as Okada in a place that, uh, where, <sighs> what am I trying to say? Jonah's Omega that isn't Battle of the Best, who probably won't do that. No, I don't see that happening. I. Although maybe I, as a part I, of I still team, I still want I, this to happen. I still need this match to happen, and it, it, it's there. There's a couple of matches on here that just need to happen, that are out there. Yeah. But if you're gonna do it, uh, don't try to make it like the actual matches in real life. Just, just do it. Do it your way. Mm, bro, yeah, exactly. Like, don't don't try to rewrite what happened. Just fucking. Make a good story. First of all, this match. First, first of all, this the match. There's a reason it hasn't happened, and it's because stuff that that matches too is is fresh in the memory. And if it's not what those series of matches were in Japan, then it just might get stomped on. It's also blatant, a blatant cop out. Blatant cop out. <laughs> it's true. I, I wanted it to happen. It should happen at some point, but it's like the the thing that and I think everybody's trying to figure out is where and when and how and why. You know, all of the dubs and the H, because well, how is an yes. H word. Eventually, ev- eventually, it's going to happen again. It's just people waiting and seeing. Uh, there's a whole bunch of dream matches. Uh, but one thing, one thing I will say is, uh, this goes out to any league owners: do not let your league become a dream match league. Don't like unless you're like if you have like stories that you want to tell. That's fine, but do not change all of your stories to fit into a dream match, because that ultimately, oh. in the long run, doesn't benefit anybody except for the people in these matches. Yeah, because like, it's not gonna help you. No one's gonna talk about your goddamn league. Sorry for cursing. I'm going off now, and we're getting there. Um, no one's gonna care about your league once you post the damn match. They're not even gonna care about the two people that are in it. Look, I- I've been I'm very cynical and critical towards how like people view things on Amino, but like, once your show's posted, once your match is posted, you can look at the comments of King of Trios, and that's. Part of the reason why I asked to be on here is because the whole King of Trios thing. Uh, look at the comments of that. Look at Nick's comment, and then look at all the other comments that are basically Nick's comment. Yes. I'm just saying. You read one person's comment, you figure out what happened, and then just say what happened again. But there are people that have given feedback, and I'm really appreciative of that. I'm not appreciative of the four or five people that just wrote Nick's comments. Yes. A different way. Yeah. You know, there are there are good people on here that do leave good feedback. Um, I'd say. Merc, um, Thad. Thad, Nick is good whenever he can. Uh, Prince, whenever he leaves feedback, it's always good feedback. Um, I I sometimes, but I'm not gonna say I'm good at giving uh, feedback because I. 
I rare, I rarely leave feedback on shows, and again, that's just because if I'm not invested, I'm not going to leave feedback. If I do, it's mostly, well, I'm going to try. I'm going to leave something, and then my selfish mind goes, "I'm going to give you feedback, but I'm going to delete that shit if you don't give me some." <laughs> well, no, uh, <laughs> I'll do it. Like, you know what people should have done? What? Given BPW constructive criticism, yeah, instead, that, instead like, of crapping on it, yeah. Instead of just saying it was shit or being the, the small users that come in and go, this is great, this is great. That is why I did bullshit with Cracking Gate for a year and a half. <laughs> because everyone said, this is great, this is great. And no one stood up and said, Bowen, you fucking idiot. There is no continuity with half of these stories. You start one and then you drop it the next show. What are you doing, buddy? And then I just sat there. I had to figure that out on my own. We were sitting talking about it in the Cracking Gate chat one day, like the actual yes. chat. Uh, Dad came in and he was like, he sat there for a minute and he was just like, holy shit. Are you like on drugs when you book things? And I was just like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, look at some of this stuff that's happened. He's like, this happened and then you didn't do anything with it until like last week's show. You did, he's like he's like Spaceman Bounty Hunter fucking got murdered and you didn't mention it until he came back out of nowhere. Like you didn't just like randomly bring it back up going, Well Spaceman Bounty Hunter's dead. You just went, he's alive again. It's like how am I supposed to care about it if you don't talk about it? But that's another thing though, like I was saying earlier, no one reads um my stuff. I say no one, and then there's gonna be like people that like pop in and go, Shut up. I, I, I read I read everything like, Kraken Gate does. So then tell me who the fucking champions are right now, bro. Then they sit there for a minute and they go, Oh, uh, tap out. Kenny, I tap out. He's the champion. I bet you, I bet you, people don't even know that we have a women's championship. And that is my fault. But for the other titles, like, that is on you, bro. Not you specifically, Devin, but like everyone. Yes. Women's Championship, again, that's on me. I don't really book it a lot. I just book Eleanor Martinez and go, but every time I book her, I say, hey, she's the Women's Champion. So if you read an Eleanor Martinez match, which is like every show she has one, basically, um, then you would know like that she's Women's Champion. There's people that don't even know that the fucking BDK is a thing. So, uh, people. And then they ask why they're not booked. Follow the product and you'll understand people. If you if you follow the product, yeah. even if you even if it's just even if you don't like really read it, get in depth, at least know the at least know the details of what's going on. Now, at least look at the bolded messages at the end of the matches that say, "Here is your winner." Yes, but doom doom. Please, it's like the uh, the, the frustration is real. Like. And I think for every league owner, it is. It's like we're trying, we're trying to put out a product that is good for you. We want to entertain you. Like this is our way of uh, keeping the community active. We're trying to entertain you guys because no one's doing blogs. No, well, GT uh, Tool still puts them out. I'm gonna say, oh yeah, Tool. Yeah, first, I'm gonna fight Dirk though. Like, not for real, but okay. Derek posts too. Okay. But there's other people that I see before I, like, hop back into the Kraken Gate thing. I'm just going to, like, ease off, you know, got to go on the uh, 
whatever. I don't know what I'm doing right now. So it's a rant. I can do whatever yes. I want. Okay, so there's people like let's just throw a name out there and say Heim because he's or him or Heim or My- Michael. I don't know if I'm allowed to throw his real name out there. I mean, he's throwing it out there, so I'm throwing it out there. That's fine. Big Mike. Uh, he a lot of his posts. He goes, "We need more blogging leagues, or we need more blogs." It's like. Okay, uh, community manager or whatever. It's social manager. I don't know. Whatever. Social manager, yes, sir. Oh, that's another thing I can rant about later. Oh, sounds good to me. Because, uh, ooh. Uh, okay. Social manager. Okay, so the Twitter thing's not working, but he's trying and it's helping. It's just not really working. Um, but everything he posts, he mentions that there should be a blogging league or more blogs. Uh, okay, and then a lot of these other people that say it too are the ones that don't blog. Uh, there was a person who like went on these league pages a few uh, months ago and was like, you're the reason the app is dying because you're stupid e-fed. And it was like, bro, you don't post shit anyways. Like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, if there weren't leagues right now, whoa, what's going to make me want to do a blog like everyone else is doing well not everyone else but like the five people that are doing blogs are gonna pick my topic the moment i try to do it and the one time i did a blog i didn't and people just kind of went oh okay that happened i did a blog once and that blog did not get featured and i I, I put my heart and soul into that blog you know it was like the top 10 booking worst booking decisions blog that i had it was an opinions based blog and it had it had decent looking edits and it, it had it was a pretty pretty good looking I thought blog and it got 50 likes it wasn't on the feature page either but it was like I, I'm trying I'm trying to get better but when all of the uh, when all the comments were like this again and this goes too it's like this is great this is great this is great well give me some criticism what can I do better next time that way I can get it featured about it it's like <laughs> I want to I want to I want to be better too but it's like I put I put that work into that and I was like guys I put I put work into this and you know there's nothing to do I made that blog about the uh the uh, I was going to do the amino definitive collections set of blogs yeah and I did the one on Ian Adams and I got featured Ian <laughs> oh we can go there too if you want to um but uh like I did that one and everybody was coming to me and I had this waiting list about who I wanted to do. And then I had the second one I was going to do was on Chris. And the one thing I asked of Chris, which Ian did, but the one thing I asked of Chris was I need you to go back and pick out moments that you want to talk about. And then I'll research them and we will put them together. Five moments where you, uh, went out of your way to put someone else over. I guarantee you couldn't come up with two. Um, but it's like, uh, that's all I asked. He never got back to me on it. And a month or two passed. And by the time that happened, the concept was pretty much dead. Yeah. This is why people don't like Chris. Well, I, I've had my issues with Terminko in the past, and uh, we don't need to delve into that. I'm sure we've delved into that before. But um, my issues every time I see him on the app. 
uh, I, I see him and I come in and it's like, you know, it's, he seems, I guess it's less uh, noticeable now because he doesn't do league stuff anymore, but you know, you could still see that kind of, kind of cockiness with him. If you're one of those people uh, who might be listening to this, I don't know, who was on Amino in 2015 and comes back in every once in a while to go, I wish leagues were like this. The app's dead right now. You should just fucking stay off the app, honestly, or I'll kick your ass. I'll find if, you in your life. If you don't fun. like how it is, go Why away. There's no reason to be here. Like I said, people with blogging and shit, you're not doing anything. Shut up. All the bloggers left. Like all, of them. all of them are gone except for Derek. I saw. Oh, but he's. I saw Valley on here for the first time in months, like two days ago. Bet you, I can guess what he said. Joel, this shit dead. Oh, well, he did. Chris, he he, he left a comment. He left a comment somewhere, and I can't tell you exactly what he said, but I'm sure it was something along those lines. I've never spoken to Valley, so like somebody's probably offended that I just instantly assumed he thought this shit was dead. Well, it's like uh, it was when it was whenever the opinions blogs were coming out. And that was the only blogs that were coming out, and it's like you know these opinions these opinions are pretty good here. Uh, they're, they're, that's why I wanted to be on the podcast. I mean, the opinions thing happened after it, but we were talking about doing it in the first place. Yeah, that's why I wanted to come here anyways. But that that opinions blog thing, there there were a few opinions. That were put out by people that were just out there. You know what? I'm going to go find Nolan's real quick. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Throw him under the bus or anything. It was just something. Uh, his, his was really the only one I looked through and actually cared to look through. Uh, for no really specific reason. It was just like it was there. And I was like, oh, well, uh, I'm going to look through this. There, um. Since I'm on the PC version, uh, it will take me like a year to find it. So here, I'll just I'll just type out. in Nolan Mortz and uh, I'll fi- I'll figure it out. Yeah, let's do that too. That's, that is just go, we we'll just go to his now. we'll just go to his page here, and it should be the first thing. That, there we go. Because my phone sucks, and like the moment I try to like back out of the app, it will stop recording. Like I'm not gonna close the app. I just I found it. Yours. Let's see. Let me look. Um, might not have been Nolan's. I'm gonna look through this and be like, "Well, there's nothing wrong with this." If you think there's a lack of blogs, then make some blogs. That's a good opinion. That's a good one. I'm not gonna like disagree with that one. We've already done if that. If you one. don't We've give feedback, you shouldn't expect to get it in return. The amount of, that 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 is what I was about to go into. Um, shut up. <laughs> All right, Nolan. You and I are about to fight. Oh, I really hope people don't listen to this and think I'm serious. Like, super serious. I, th- I, think, I think they can hear it in your voice that you're not serious about the fighting thing. It's not like I'm serious, but like one of these days, one of these Somebody's going to pick a fight with you. So. <sighs> well, the feedback thing. Let me, ju- let me just say this. Shouldn't expect it in return. Okay, Thad kind of said that, but he explained it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's people who just fucking knew. What am I supposed to do? Go to Battle of the Best and be like, "That was a great show," because they're not gonna just instantly come to my show and be like, "That was a great show," just because I gave it to them because I'm a new user. That's dumb. Well, they uh, don't. They're not. They're busy. They're not going out of their way to tell um 
great balls of fire skeleton ultimo esqueleto wrestling that they had a great show well let's let's also use some uh, context here let's go to some uh, some of these promos maybe Let, let's go to somebody like um Kankateel, that i'm very that i'm very high on um he put out three promos before anybody gave him any kind of feedback at all but you mentioned his name and then people went oh yeah i've read his promos i bet you they didn't I guarantee I they did. Listen, I went. Somebody, somebody sent it in like a private chat, and I just happened to click on it and kind of read through it. And I'm like, he. That's LT right? That's like the union. Yeah. He has a Lucha Brothers rep team, right? Yes. They've put a promo out, right? Yes. I read that. I read that. They're pretty good. It was like I, I I read through this Cotil promo. It's like I can't imagine anybody pulling off Killer Cross better. It, they Dude. they're great. I almost ripped Killer Cross <laughs> like the other week, and then I remembered about Cotil, and I was like, Nah, I ain't I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it to this man. That's also when I realized I wanted to do the whole tag team thing, yeah. but. Based off of that Lucha Brothers promo that I read, um, he's pretty good. Like, not even just pretty good, but like half these people that are getting pushed in leagues is like better bad. Yeah. Um. Well, let's take a look. There's two leagues. There's two, two to three places where he's got bookings. One is NGWI. <clears throat> the other is INET. And who knows when that's going to kickstart again? And. Um, the other one's BPW. Top rank. Top rank. Top rank. Yes, top rank, not INET. My bad. <clears throat> My favorite league, BPW? Uh, he, <clears throat> well, BPW approached him, and um, he said yes. Wait, wait. Are we talking about, like, new Brazilian pro or British pro We're wrestling? We're talking British pro wrestling. The original BPW. Oh my, God, my favorite league, BPW. <clears throat> BPW had a lot of... No one took seriously. They, they had a lot. They they had a roster that could have gone well. Uh, me, I can hear your voice going, Devin. Yeah, I'm well, I, I got I got mucus in the back of my throat, so uh, I'll I'll be fine. Uh, maybe mucus. I need maybe I need some water or something, but I'll be fine. In the troll. <laughs> but uh, BPW legitimately, they had a roster that was built for success. Uh, they had a really good one. It was a deep roster. It had. A great, uh, to me, a great mix when it was first getting started of the established names and some guys that they could try and build for the future. But the the lack there was a, there was a lack of, um, again, lack of feedback. Nobody really tried to help. And the only thing that anybody said was that's this is just crap and it shouldn't be here. I think the one time I did come in and like actually try to give feedback, I was like, your matches are way too short. And you really can't do a short matches like that and then have people hit like 15 finishers because that just ruins finishers. Exactly. And then that like one time, like Squid to Kobashi's faced both members of the dying breed and then just kind of left. So I'm just, just saying. Um, and you beat us both uh, too, so it's fine. Yeah, I pulled my uh <clears throat> my trap card. Well I didn't I didn't care all that much. Uh, I was like like I can lose to Daniel Richards because I said Daniel. What the fuck is Daniel? Daniel Richards, Richards baby. It's American a... Eagle Dan 
Richards got beat by uh, Japan's greatest export, Squid to Kobashi. Uh, I was not losing to Kirk. However. <laughs> uh, not losing to Kirk. No reason losing to Kirk. It was just like, no. <laughs> I think I had like, like for a few weeks like a personal vendetta against Drew, and I was like, no. Can't lose to him. <laughs> not now. Not ever. Never will I lose to you. And then, like, like a month later, I gave him in him and him, or him and me. I don't even know how to explain that. I gave them the tag books for a year, like immediately after. So that's a win-win situation in my book. I got the BPW win. He got the Cracking Gate year-long title reign. Yeah, and it worked out really well. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I already lost the King of Trios. God, I. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. That's another thing. Like, oh yeah, we never went back to King of Trios. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll save that for the main event. We'll save that for the main event. Yeah. Um, Let's just keep going through this Nolan's opinion blog here. Let's see. Yeah, since I'm on Nolan's opinions, he fucking put himself on the. That is a big thing. Okay, when you do a list and you say these are my favorite or these are the best, don't put your fucking self on your fucking list. You fucking egotist. Okay. Nolan put himself on the list because, okay, while he's a good writer and it is, like, matches and stuff, and he did that one match that was really long for no reason, okay, like, I don't write good matches. Which match was that? I do. <laughs> who fucking really long match between Kirk and guy who never does promos? Kirk and guy who never does promos. Kirk, the a Nolan? guy who never does promos. Who was that? Was it Javi? I would never, I would never de, I would never devalue my uh, Hispanic wife, Javichka. <laughs> I would never hurt Javier like that. Because I'm a good I'm a good husband. What am I saying? I don't know. I'm getting some water real quick. Let me take a sip of this water while I think about what I just said. Um, but if it's road to Mexico and they're in Guadalajara, yes, it's not the road to Mexico because they're in Mexico. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Bro? Sorry, that was a side Should thing. have been called. Okay, should so, have been called the road to Mexico City. Uh, maybe. I don't know if this happens the la- like. Before the last time we were uh, on a podcast, I definitely talked to you about this in a call before, like the day it happened. But um, Para says he's his like says he's the best. Yes, this was after the podcast, but it was the like two days like like after the podcast, but it was like in a call because I also told Nolan I would beat the shit out of him in the call. Yes, which which might also be a reason why I am no longer a leader, but not actually. Oh, dude, that's another thing. Okay. I have so many things I want to talk about. Um, okay, so Para says he's number one in his mind. Which, is, I mean, no. Okay. Like, I mean, uh, it's good to have confidence, but I will say this. Oh, because you got beef, cuz. Well, uh, like, allow me to say this. I have a, uh, when the uh, NOA comes out, the uh, newsletter of Amino comes out, uh, Later this month, I uh, I did write an article for it, and uh, it's titled 
is Eric Turner stale? I want each and every one of you to listen to this now. If you if you haven't been tuning in to the podcast and you've gotten forty seven minutes into it without listening to anything, this I want this to be the one thing that you clip out and send as a voice note in Paradoxal's PMs or anyone's PMs. Ray Crew should have beat that Brit ass, that Welshman ass. Ray Crew should have dropped that fucker. Savannah worked hard on that. You mean promo. Ray Anderson? What did I say? Ray Cruz. Ray Cruz, the the cracking gate commentator, should have whooped it. <laughs> um, should have. Anyways, Ray Anderson dropped him. Well, can I can I uh, can I tell you something real quick? Uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know if I should tell you this. I, I think I'll tell you after the call because I don't want to spoil. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything if that's going to happen in the future. Um, but um, I think Ray Anderson had the best promo of anybody. First of all, I thought where, where did Juice? What's his face come from? Well, Juice Madison's a member of the Roadwise, of course. Really good. Not super active either, but really good. And I just thought that. In order for this to be like, I understand the open challenge concept. Anybody can answer. The match was the match itself was really well written. Mm-hmm. I, just, I really liked it. I just felt like Ray Anderson really to establish Ray Anderson really should have gotten it by himself. You know, Ray Anderson should have gotten it. And yeah. in hindsight, now that they've both lost, it's like, oh, okay. But still, like if if you were going to have uh one of the because once you make it a triple threat, I think some I don't even think smarter is the right term. Some people instantly go, "Well, Eric's winning." Yeah, I, again, if I wasn't part of their creative team, then the first thought I would have had was it's a triple threat. That means somebody's in here to eat the pinfall, and. Either Eric Turner's going to lose and the other competitor's going to eat the pinfall or Turner's going to win to protect one of the other ones. There's no mm-hmm. other outcome. Because if it's a triple threat, Eric Turner's not getting beat. The other person is. Watch it be like the mega bamboozle and then he got pinned. <laughs> I would I, I would have loved that. Um, but uh, Starbound decided not to go that route. And uh, But like... I mean, like I was saying, he says he's the best, but like, and I'm not saying I'm the best, and I'm not really throwing my opinion on who is the best, because I think on our best days, we could all murder each other in promo battles. I've said it before, I think I said it when Jason was on, it was, I said the gap between number one and number 20 is closer now than ever. I think anybody in that, like, coupling, and even, even some outside of it, they could really hit that hit it and be the top guy on any given day. It's just a matter of if they hit the right notes in their promos. Like Matthew, all of his promos are really good. He plays shit ton of characters and it's not like boss get fucking called out son where all of his promos are Tyler law with a different skin. You know, he's playing Fortnite and shit as Tyler law and wrestling. Him, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's his character. Even if they're not well thought out. Um, that is just a thing. I don't think any of his aren't well thought out, but you know what I mean? Like, if they're not, like, as intricate as others, they become intricate, and they have stories. Um, 
you know, like that works out for him, but I don't know why it's not working out for me. Like I, I, I have different characters. Um, sometimes they work. Most of the time they do. I, I mean, from my perspective, most of the time they do. Other times they're ultra crack and black and cut a mage. Um, that happened. Uh, well, as far as I'm like, concerned with MT and especially with Zakio Mori, <clears throat> I think first of all, AIM gave him a pinfall victory over Okada. And then they died. And then where do, where, where do you where do you go from there? AIM is no more, and Akio has one booking right now. Two two bookings. He's got Kojo, but one one booking. Dare you talk bad about my Kojo Junior division? And it's uh, it's the uh, Junior Heavyweight division over in uh, in uh, Combat Pro. Dude, if he beats Liger, uh, just skip the fucking Junior division. Like at that point, bro. Like holy shit. Like, well, you are world champion. I um. I I specifically set up that bracket. Like I helped Jamzo set that up. El Prescrito for this, bro. I did not Holy actually. Shit. I did not actually put. Listen, I did not actually put Prescrito in it. Well, I know, I know, but like the crazy thing is, is he beats Prescrito and then he goes for Prescrito's new mentor in uh, Liger. So that's a story that I just figured out probably way after everyone else did well th- this is the deal i kind of set that up because my my whole point was uh it, it, the people in it of the people in it the whole everybody's thinking the final would be you know in in their minds the final would be liger versus maury so instead of making it the final let's have somebody Ooh. else on the opposite side of the bracket um thank you to not champ camp. Uh, Zed, Zed Cooper was in it. Uh, what? Uh, Zed Cooper was in it. <laughs> Sorry. Is in it. Um, Should not for long. Uh, what is it? Randy's, I think. Who? Randy Hart's. Luke Tyson Oliver? No, so the, his uh, Japanese. Uh, Luke Trevette was in it, and he, I'm pretty sure he's cute. No, it's Randy's. Randy's? Did Luke, Luke Trevette, Luke Trevette, he lost to uh, Zed Cooper. Um, Luke Trevette wasn't cutting a promo, did he? Oh, match beak. Oh, yeah. Yo, if, if Trevette didn't cut a promo, that's my point right there. Paradoxal, we coming for you. Well, allow me to, well, allow me to say this right now. He said he was the best. He got not just one, but two extensions for the uh, tournament in Kojo, the Tenkaichi Budokai. That, that, um, I believe is a more personal thing. The yeah. reason why he didn't. Well, do that. there was there's a, he got sick, and I'm not. I understand that to a certain extent. I do. He got sick, and I'm not going to try and delve into what is going on in his personal life. That's nothing. Uh, oh, I mean, I just meant like, well, I mean like more personal, like, like it's like a super deep thing. I just, it's like, it was more than just like, oh, I didn't do it. Well, yeah, know? I understand that. But, but still the point, you can't say you're the best 
and then lose in the first round of the Budokan Tenkaichi to uh, Kirk Matthews, even though Kirk's really cool. Drew, uh, you can beat me up later. <laughs> you know where I live. All I'm saying is you can't lose – you can't th- – this is all I'm going to say about it. You can't trash talk for a month and say that it doesn't matter what Kirk t- puts out, whatever I put – and then just no show your first round match against him. Like, what the fuck? You can't say I'm better than Kirk Matthews. I'm going to beat him no matter what I put out and then not put out anything. Like, I understand being sick, but like, there's also being a prick. Yes. Don't, don't just, I understand that there's issues beyond your control, but don't go, don't go shooting off at the mouth and then get your face yes. stomped in at the first match. In chats, okay. Look, that's another thing. I, I mean, I don't even care about Jason because he doesn't care enough to care. No, about J- Jason's just having fun, man. He just is. But there's people who are just assholes, and they go, "Well, my character out of me is better than your character out of me, you fucking scrub." And it's like, bro, bro, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? That's not, that's not like throwing, that's not like, I'm not pointing at anyone. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I actually didn't have a specific there. I just wanted the cough to be funny. Well, uh, uh, Jason's one of those guys who, again, he's about as unselfish a person on the app as well. He just, he, he just doesn't care what you do with him. He's just happy to be there. Until he forgets that he's in your league and then messages you and swears up and down that you never ask him to join. Yes. Yes, I, I do remember. I, I, I do I do know why. Because, You're, uh, you are listening to this. Bitch, I signed you at, before last year's King of Trios. No, I didn't no, just you, ask you to you, I signed you. You 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 understand that his uh like it's on his uh on his uh character bios. It says it says Jason Callahan, B O T B Kraken Gate. On his after, on his after I was like, yo, um Buddy, because like you know, October I booked him in the main event of horror business. It was like his big return, Cannon's <clears throat> return. Yes, both after the King of Trios tournament that uh, happened a few months before it. it was also our second anniversary show. We're about to be in our third. Wow, no, we're not. It's about to be our second anniversary. That was our first anniversary. I was gonna say, I, I can't believe it's been that long. Um, I still can't believe it's almost been two years, so. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> what was I trying to say? He messaged me, and he was like, yo, when the fuck was I in this league? And I was like, what? And he's like, what? Up? what? <laughs> like, June? August? July? Well, well, me and him were having a conversation the other day, and I, th- I think everybody has forgotten that he's in Cracking Gate, because, like, even Prince said he was BOTB exclusive, and then and then we were having a conversation. He's like, oh, the only thing I've been doing recently is BOTB. Almost said something really bad. Like, like not like really bad, like a bad word, but like I almost spoiled something. Don't be spoiling nothing here. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's me. I just want to say that there's going to be – I actually do have a spoiler – so if you, you know, for you guys who are listening to this, there's gonna be like a random part where like Drake Rockford no longer has the Star Killer Championship, uh, and Dylan King has it. Um, 
just just throw that up to me just never putting out the worst generation show um okay that all happened um so yeah he's just gonna not have it anymore sounds about right cool. thanks for listening to this <laughs> podcast commercial sounds about right uh yeah that's what I was saying, like ADHD booking. Like I, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I want this to happen, and then everybody else, like, how do we get there, Bowen? And I'm like, I don't know. It just happens, know. right? We don't have to get there. We just happens. We have to write something to get there, and they're like, Yeah, dude. <laughs> Man, I tell that's you, everyone's like, that's that's another thing. Um, fucking grim tellings. Um, what's up, Pyrock? Uh, hey, look, I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated it. I hated it so much. Why? Um, okay, so that's a, that that is a league that no one fucking read. Like, most definitely no one fucking read it because if you actually read the shows, there was some fucked up shit that is mentioned in these fucking shows. There was like fucking uh jokes about the fucking child rapes and shit that happened at the Catholic Church, uh, fucking sex slaves and shit were mentioned. Like, people were like mentioning being whored out for shit on shows. I'm like, how the fuck is this on the featured page of Wrestling Amino? Also, can I uh, can I mention that? <laughs> well, MT cut a promo on Spux. I miss Spux so much. Max Evans cannibalized Spux Banks' family. <laughs> His fucking family and drank them too. <laughs> that is a that is our that's my favorite joke. I gotta remember to do that every time I talk to you. Good lord, I I just the last conversations we've had is run back to this somehow. Holy crap! It always does, but it's like always. I don't thing understand ever. why that happened. Because it's so great, dude. It's iconic. That, that that's the unfortunate thing, ain't it? That's gonna be what Max Evans is remembered for, probably. What an out of context. I don't really want to do that anymore, actually. I was going to say I want to out of context message Spucks and be like, I'm sorry that Max Evans ate your parents or that your parents got eaten. And then I did, like don't want to run into the fact that like, some, or not the fact, but I don't want to run into a situation where something that actually happened to his parents. And then I'd be like, yeah, oh, that, would, that would be horrible. Forever. Now you hate me. <laughs> well, it's like, take it. It's grim tellings. I understand. But let's just take <laughs> it in context. Max Evans just said he ate somebody. <laughs> That's not even the worst thing that's happened on their shows. I know, but it's like that's that, that's the tip of the iceberg. Oh, we, that's not even that is not even the tip. Oh, it gets better. It gets worse. Oh my lord! I mean, the tip. Okay, if we're talking about the tip, like it's really. Yeah, that was the best like, part of Grim Tellings was the fact that Spock. Oh god, I feel bad. Spock's parents got eaten. Uh, that was the peak. Um, so you're right. That was the peak. Um, and then after, okay. So what I really liked about Grim Tellings is that um, their death matches were actually like, not like he hits a steel chair, guy fall over, he bleed. Oh my god, death match. It was like an actual death match. Yes, there was brutality to it. And it was, they were fun to read because like Kevin. Uh, really good writer don't fucking take kevin to write your stuff people who are listening to this okay uh 
he's got to write his KG UK show that is like five months not posted. <laughs> he's never written a show before. He's really scared. Uh, I told him just do what I do and just slap that shit on a blog and people act like it's really He'll good. be fine. He'll be fine. I was like, dude, even if it looks like shit, I'll read it. I'll give you my thoughts on it. Somebody will read it. I wouldn't have given it to Kevin if I didn't think he would do a good job. And that, that's the whole point. Uh, another thing. Uh, people do not uh, – people take this whole thing into contact, like, like writing. They want their main events to be, like, great. So if they have, like, lesser writers – long. Fucking dumb. Well, I'd say this: if you're building, if you're building story, building hype, and the main event is built to be a long, drawn out kind of match like that, then fine, do it. Um, but but not if it's fucking Soldier Ant versus Rev Bliss on the fucking main event of your Road Two show. Well, I'm the only league that could do that match. Actually, um, let me let me change it. Okay, so what if it's like Tommy Sheard facing um, random ricochet rep? Trey Knight. On Trey, your road. Trey Knight. Yeah. Well, first of all, first oh. of all, you could not pay me money to watch Tommy Sheard with that rep in a match in the main event. I'm sorry. Alexander rep Tommy Sheard though. That I would see. Give me money. Uh. Yes, he is. He he is Josh Woods on the IWS poster, but then for the poster for uh the the Mexico show, uh, I don't specific Mexico. I don't know where it is specifically, but for the like the actual poster for the Mexico show, he is Josh Alexander oh, on it. And I'm like, ah, yes. This is I just recently I just recently met Josh Alexander. At a Glory Pro show, he's really quiet. He is the like nicest. He is. I say that a lot. He is not the nicest, but he's the coolest. Yes. Well, he, he's just he's quiet. Like he was quiet when we met him. He, he was with Ethan Page, so Ethan was doing all the talking, and Josh Alexander was just kind of sitting there off to the side. But he, he's he's a nice guy, and he chimed in every now and again. So it was nice. Yeah. Josh is cool. I I say this though. And here's another thing for leagues. How about not putting a how about not putting a seven thousand word opener on your card? Is that okay, dude? TGW's dead. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's the reason. Holy shit! Mark was just like, "I'm sorry." I was like, "About what?" He's like, "Goodbye." Where are you going? <laughs> I was like, "Dude." Dead. So is TGW. I burnt myself out. But I've had, I've had those moments before. I don't write as fucking much at all as he did, and I still have those moments where like I'm gonna end Cracking Gate tomorrow. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking end it. It's gone. And I sit there for a minute. And I, go, I don't want to do. I mean, that. I didn't write for a year and a half. So I mean, I don't write for a year and a half. Cracking Gate goes oh, yes, and dies. True. But like I did, I can't pull a mystical Kojo comeback where everyone pretends like they read the show and goes, "Oh my god, Kojo's best week! Oh my god!" I fucking write for Kojo. Uh, I technically, well, not technically, I'm actually a co-owner of Kojo. Uh, 
you people just coming in out of nowhere and fucking saying you like it and saying it's the number one best league, number two or whatever, after we died for a year, can shut the fuck up because um, fucking NG- NGWI didn't die because they're new. Um, they're doing shit. You guys are doing shit, right? Oh, yeah. Doing shit. Oh, yeah. We're doing shit. We got our third card yeah. out and set it up, baby. Um, I also understand, though, that Merc, like, got burnt out. That's, that's what we were on about. Yes. But NGWI, you guys being smart about it um he's doing this thing where like he's not being an ass you have to be a dick to get your fucking matches okay if you have people writing for you be a dick about it like i'm about to go to jonah and be like bitch write your match even though i haven't even announced the card for genesis yet write your fucking match well it's like i uh i came to the conclusion that i meant to talk about this 30 minutes ago oh go no you say your thing say your thing Devin. we're here we're, we're here now we made it we made it um, but it's like oh my God. one thing that I said. One thing that I'll say here is that I came to the conclusion with myself that if I don't write stuff a month ahead of, ahead of time, it's not going to get done. So, oh, dude, are you like write it? Like if you if you're just now writing it once the card's posted, you're like I'm behind. I'm behind. The show should be out already, but it's like only been like a week. So, well, it's like I wrote the second we dropped the Arch Madness card. I I had my Arch Madness match done. Yeah, you were like, you said it. You were like, we dropped the card and my match is done. And I was like, it's like the only thing that I wrote for Arch Madness was that Ricky Torres squash and segment, that, that, and, and and I did the Strickland segment. That's all I did for that show. But I switched Jonah to Strickland because I heard um, Shane Strickland song for the first time, and I was like, oh shit, I'm signing Jonah Strickland. Shaka Khan, baby. <laughs> I love that fucking it's song, fantastic. dude. I mean, like, I've, heard it before. I've heard it before, like then, but I realized that his theme song is "Ain't Nobody" by Shaka Khan, and I was like, "What?" Well, I was like, and uh, I, we had choices here. Like a, a lot of people, when we approached them to be on the roster, we had choices. I was like, I don't see Strickland doing much of anything anywhere. You just told me you'd be Bowen Castillo, bro. Well, I, that <laughs> was that wasn't on me. That was on. That was on uh, Tool, but Derek was like, like Bowen Castillo, bro. And I was like, okay, bro. I mean, I'm fine with it. We're, we're gonna, great things coming. Um, I'm fine with it. But it's like, uh, when you don't even get a choice, I, I understand. But it's like, we tried to give everybody who had like multiples, like, we tried to give them choices. Yeah. And it was, and, uh, obviously, at first, I wanted Thatcher, the story that will be told forever over time. I had no clue what Thrash was. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I do now, and uh, I'm very happy that I do because he's on your roster. Yes. Uh, thank God I signed a guy, and I have no clue who he is. You know, so, but like now, now it's it's gotten to the point where there's so much. There's so I've got so many ideas going through my head on what I can do with Thrash as an individual. That, uh, that I think there's going to be some really unique storytelling with him, and I think there's going to be he's going to be in a featured spot. Um, quite a few Lucha Bros. The Lucha Bros, remember them? No, um, you have it. You Thrash. Yeah, Thrash. I got Prescrito. and that's it. Yes, but it, it's good enough. Dude, I want to King. I still do. I just have too many fucking customs right now. Yeah, and I still want to do CCK. Like, okay. 
if every league that had me as someone right now fucking switched me to Miles Parker and brought in Kyle Sycamore for CCK, not only would your tag division like be great, you also would not have an upset squid on your roster. Uh, you would have the best fucking shit. I turn into paradoxal. You will have the best fucking promo artist <laughs> on your roster. Yeah. Well, as things stand, there's um, four tag teams on the uh, NGWI roster. We've got to change that. Uh, we got to fix that. Not enough. Well, there, there's th- there's things that have gone into motion to change that. Um, I don't think I don't think we need more than six to seven teams to really do a strong division. Teaming with Ray Cruz. Anderson <laughs> teaming with Ray Cruz. Good lord. That'd be great. Well, I got I got Ray Anderson in there. There there are guys on the roster, and uh, I I said this when um, Pedro and I went over what was going on with NGWI. I, I, my definition of next generation is different than a lot of other people's. Um, my definition is what guys can we take that are guys that are lower, like lower rated guys necessarily, guys that really haven't been given the opportunity that can help bring this app into a new kind of like renaissance as far as like promos and i think people don't realize it's like you can you can have been here forever okay unless you're liam archer but like that's that's an that's an off the podcast discussion uh but not anything really bad there it's just like i don't like how people actually I can say the one thing uh, about it. Okay, so if you've been here forever and you've went, you've been winning championships like on a higher up kind of league, and you've been getting attention like Liam Archer had before everybody said he was the next generation. In a sense, you can't be called the next generation anymore. Bowen Castillo won the BPW United States Championship and got fucked out of a cryptic U.S. title match. That is all he's done. Uh even though he's been here for at least a good year now. And there's other people that were here before that haven't done a whole lot. So, I mean, it's like, it's like you haven't been at the top. And what the next generation is, what I'm assuming what you're going for here is people that haven't really been given that chance to be, like, at the top. Yep. Who are now getting that chance. And they might have been here for a while. Maybe they touched the top one time, but they didn't grab it. No, they, they've been around, but there are, there are people yeah. on this roster. Uh, for example, Cooper Cheswell, Fridge, he's been around for ages. That's he... really good promo, but like nobody, nobody reads them. Yeah, well, Sir Classy, I I enjoy that character. I did enjoy his promo. I, it was just I, his prologue was longer than his actual promo. It was yeah, it was, and I like I, and again. This is a guy, and I use him as an example. He's been here for four years. He has not touched the top of the card. Again, I, I, I will use Adam Cole as an example. He did not. He, he's been wrestling for eleven years. He still hasn't touched like the top of the industry. He's been around. He's won championships. He's been at the top. That Ring of Honor title thing that one time, three times. Yes, he he won Ring of Honor's belt, but it's like. As Ring of Honor's world champion, 
uh, I think. It was one of his reigns was like really fucking good because he was like a really good heel. And then the other time he was Bullet Club member. And the other other time he was a Bullet Club member. So it was kind of like the first one was excellent. But even still, he like he wasn't. He was with Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor at yeah. the time was great. But it's not the top of the business. Ow. I hurt my neck. I mean, and that, that's the truth. It's not the it's not the top tier of the business. So him going to WWE, well, now he's in one of the premier wrestling promotions on the planet. You're either what was at one point, not really that much anymore, the hottest thing in professional wrestling in NXT, and he was there while it was one of the hottest things in professional wrestling. He's part of the reason why it was the hottest thing in professional wrestling again. Thanks to that ladder match that he won for the North American Championship, that and then all the other matches. Excellent, got five stars. Yes, and, and he's he's excellent, and he's finally hitting that stride. Once he get like once NXT goes live, hopefully it is recognized as a third brand when it goes live on USA Network. God, I hope not. <laughs> well, I hope it's recognized as a, as a third brand and not run by Vince McMahon. That's what I hope. But. I, those guys that deserve that recognition it is but i and and like so people like if they leave nxt they can come back and they because what they're doing right now and what it really seems like they have to do is use nxt uk as nxt yes because they have to compete with aew and they're gonna get their ass kicked those first two weeks did you hear that uh the first hour is gonna be live on usa and then the second hour is going to be live on the WWE Network. Yes, that's what I've heard. Finale that they didn't fucking know about. Like what? The suits. How did the you suits not... finale. Yeah, yeah. That suits is the reason why they they're doing that. Well, no, this suits. is my uh, th- this is my issue with that. Why didn't that, why I did guess... the network not give them that uh, give them that uh, kind of give them the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Why didn't the network make them aware? When they signed the deal to be on USA Network and start on September 18th, why did – and go two hours. Why did USA like, not make them aware that there was a finale of one of their longest-running televised shows? Why didn't they give them a heads up? I hate suits too, but why didn't they give them a heads up? Yeah. It just seemed like – it seemed like, yo, WWE, go fuck yourself. By the way, I know you're the highest-rated thing on our network, and if you leave, we'll probably collapse – and I know your ratings are declining, but you're still the highest rated thing on our network. Yeah, by- you're the highest thing on our network since Monks ended. Yes. So, so uh, by the way, you know that new deal that you signed to get $30 million over two years for NXT? Um, yeah, you're going to have to go live on your network for an hour because we have a show that doesn't probably even draw a million viewers every week that we have to send off into the future. We, we, we can't push that back an hour. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, they were just kind of like, yeah, go fuck yourself, bro. <laughs> like, and, and, and first of all, again, they got a head start on AEW. The first two weeks on TV, it's still an hour more live than AEW is going to have. I think AEW really disappointed with uh, All Out. I don't think it was nearly the show it was hyped up to be. Well, uh, I think the big reason that was, okay, you know what? Yo, what the fuck's a Cracker Barrel match? 
Well, you know what? That was probably the second best match on the show as far as most entertaining match on the show. The second best match overall next to Omega Pac. I really liked the match with um, Riho yeah. and Hikaru. Did, did you see that that was the that that uh, did you see that the Hikaru Shida Riho match was like Meltzer put out his ratings today by the way so um, I think I think we should go over that and rant a little about that too yeah let me just beat up Dave real quick <laughs> that was the dumbest load of garbage Sean Spears and Cody four stars yo Arn's fucking spine buster listen four stars I love just I love I love Arn I love Arn to death. But the match because I was he there before he hit that spine buster? No, that, was just his, that was his first appearance in AEW. He ran down the ramp and he drove the spine buster. Okay, because I screamed when it happened. Listen, because... love on Anderson. Double A hitting a double A spine buster. There's nothing better. I just don't think the match like that that match was not like it, it wasn't the match it was made up to be. Because because um now, because of how it happened, I understand now why Sean lost. But bro, no, I, I don't. I don't understand why the guy who created the company is challenging for the world title. I don't get that. Oh, that's, that, that's what's happening now. Yeah, it's Cody versus Jericho at full gear for the world title. Uh, that's some shit right there, bro. That 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 is what's gonna screw AEW. Yo, like Kenny could fight for it because Kenny good. What's well, like you, you, you got Kenny, 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 and the Young Bucks are actually putting talent over. I think Cody will. I think he will too. But it's like, does he think? Does Does Cody in his mind really think that he is the top babyface next to? Like he's the top babyface. Does he really think like the first guy to challenge Jericho should be himself? I honestly, honestly, I think I don't think they've done a good enough job building anybody else up. But I don't. That's on them. I think, in a sense, they have run themselves into this position. Uh, because all it feels like it's just like let's just fucking make it to TV. Make it to TV. Let's just make it. Well, that's their that's their major angle. They're going to be building like through their first. Three, four weeks on TV. Oh, shit. That's right. Full Gear's in, like, November, right? Yeah. They're building Cody and Jericho. And um, they are – I think this is better, though, because they will be building Omega versus Moxley for that show, too. Pac should challenge for the fucking game. Well, it's going to be, it's gonna be uh, pretty obvious that uh, Pac will be facing Hangman at the next show. And they will be doing that match. Um, I, I like how they got it eventually, though. Yeah. Well, they were they were bent on doing it. They got him under contract. Now they can do it. They said, "Oi, Pac, you fucking bitch, join our show, you stupid." It's like, come on in, pal. You know, I, I you didn't want to lose while you were Dragon Gate champion. Well, now now you lost that belt. Yo, the belt's gone though. Dragon Gate don't want you no more. You fucking so British come, bitch. Come on over. Come on over. But again, it's just AEW. I love the hype around it. They've got a loaded roster. Dude, I love how. Uh, Real quick, I'm going to miss Kylie, bro. Oh, so am I, man. I, uh, I like, like just trying to figure out what's going on with her. Is she gone, gone, like gone from wrestling? Um, I don't know. At least from AEW. 
Well, it's like I don't know. She deleted her fucking Twitter, yeah, Twitter and shit. Like, I hope she's okay. I do, like, I do as uh, well. Because Kylie Ray to me, that that uh, she could have easily been the top baby face of the division. Like having, from what I think it is, and then having been in a position like that, like in a situation like that, I really hope she's okay. Like, I really hope it's just. I really hope it's just like, oh, I'm not feeling wrestling right now. Besides, instead of her just being straight up depressed. Yeah, just, just you know, thoughts with Kylie Ray, and hopefully it all works out in the end. But you never know. And until she feels ready to tell us, we won't know. So, yeah. But again, is it bad that I think AEW's probably second best? The most over talent AEW right now is a guy with a dinosaur gimmick. Bro, I don't give a fuck. I love I, lo- I love Luchasaurus too. I wait. You know who should challenge for the AEW championship, and you can fight me if you don't like it. Marco Stunt. The fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Christopher Daniels, obviously. Yeah, I, I like Daniels, and he is Daniels and Jericho. Look, let me th- let's think about it. It would be bad. Well, cuz Jericho. It'd be horrible because he into a code breaker. Like holy shit, dude. I can imagine a couple of spots in that that would be really cool. Like imagine imagine Jericho coming off the lion salt and Daniel's hitting a cutter. Which yes. he has done to Kazarian in an Ultimate X match before, so it's very possible. Super Dragon maybe? Uh, Super Dragon, I could see him hitting a couple moves there that would be like make the crowd pop. The ult- ultimately, that'd be great. Ultimately, I'd their look. goal at the moment needs to be let, let's make Luchasaurus like a megastar. Luchasaurus with the fucking belt, dude. Holy Jurassic shit. Express. See that? For, I can see, I can see fucking Evil Uno winning the world title. I can see Chuck Taylor winning the world title, kind of. Well, so if like, if oh. they want to legitimately be different, and I know we're on this long tangent here, but if they want to legitimately be different, like give somebody like Luchasaurus the belt because a gimmick like Luchasaurus would never be the world champion in WWE, even though he's got the talent and ability to do so. Like I want the, the only thing that I've seen from AEW's All Out. I haven't watched all of it, but like one thing that I did watch. Like I saw Jericho's post-show promo with a little bit of the bubbly, and I also watched the uh, I, I watched Luchasaurus's hot tag. That's legitimately the he, he got, fucking he's like legitimately, arguably the most athletic big guy I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Keith Lee's got athleticism. In the fucking Wyatt family. Yeah, <laughs> but if he's in the Wyatt family. He's not going to do any of that shit. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like he's super athletic. And he, he in the WWE couldn't do that stuff. But he was allowed to branch out. First of all, his story is a cool story. Even if he's just Austin Madison, if he's not Luchasaurus anymore, even if he's just Austin Madison, they take the mask off. He's revealed as this guy. His story is amazing. He got hurt. He thought his career was over. He was out of the ring for like two or three years. He went on Big Brother where people figured out he was a wrestler. And I mean, he was, he's, he's like kind of like Jesse Goddard. But he's like, he, he, was, he, was, he was on Big Brother. He kind of rejuvenated his career. He kind of got that charisma. 
and just through talking with people on that, he met Jesse Goddard, and you know, it just kind of rejuvenated his love for the pro for the pro wrestling business. Oh, shoot, what? Well, he, he just got he just kind of talked to him. It's like, you know, I'm a pro, I was a pro wrestler too. Why'd you stop? It's like uh, the doctors, you know, and it's like, don't give up on your dreams, kids. So he went back in. Shit, I mean, <laughs> but he's like, I don't want to give up on my goals. I don't, I don't want to give up on my dreams. So he goes back and he gets himself back in great shape for in ring competition, and he kind of flounders for a couple of years, and then. He ends up with this Luchasaurus gimmick, and it just kind of fell in his lap. And and he's become like this super over kind of cult indie character that now has a national stage to shine on. It's perfect. It's a great story. It's a guy who never thought he was going to make it that is now in in this spot to succeed. Uh, I think they buried Orange Cassidy. I'll give you that. Uh, Dude, what do you mean? Explain. So, the one thing you never want to do on commentary. Oh, is say, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Because from the moment you say that, he's down at the bottom. I say say that, we say that, then you think about it, it kind of fits with Orange Cassidy, because it's like, oh, yo, who the fuck? JR wouldn't know what Orange Cassidy is. Like, I don't think they'd even make him do that anyway. It fits a little bit, but here's, here's the problem. If, if you didn't want the who is this guy reaction, uh, if you wanted that to be a genuine reaction, don't post all over your social media a month before the event that he signed a contract. Yeah, because that's another JR thing. and Tony Schiavone and everybody on that commentary team not announce him, and then he shows up to help him, and we're like, yo, what the fuck, Orange Cassidy, yo! It's like, who is, the who is this guy reaction works then, but he was announced as a signing prior to the show. So JR obviously would have known who he is. Now it's like, I just, I don't care about him because he's not any good, so let's just, you know, who is the guy? I really don't care. I didn't do any study. I didn't know who was on our roster. Like, who is the guy? Yeah. And that, that's the issue, like, and I think you know, he, he helped them fend off the Dark Order, and it was what it needed to be. But Super cool. That reaction, that reaction, it doesn't give me hope for Orange Cassidy in the future. I just think... I don't know, people were like, yo, what the fuck? Fire Ant, they should have signed Fire Ant, but you know what they did? They signed Orange Cassidy, and then their budget... First, first of all, I think that Orange, Cass- Orange Cassidy, I, I, don't, I think that he is fantastic for indie shows. I think he's a fantastic gimmick. I don't think no. he's going to translate with a mainstream audience. I think he could. If you, but he if you do it right, he can. Look at the way he's doing it now, and it could work. It's just people need to fucking open their eyes and be like, hey, look, this is fucking wrestling. Sorry that he's not fucking taking it seriously. He does. Like, he does cool things, and there's no reason why he should be able to do a tope suicida or or a tope con hilo over the top with his hands in his pockets. But he does. He does it, and there's no there's no humanly. I thought that was like humanly impossible. I thought like, oh, you have to fucking like, what do you? That's you'll die if you don't do that. But he didn't die, and everything I've been told in wrestling is a lie. I mean, the kid, the kid's great. He's got he's got everything you could possibly. He's got a good look. He's got a good gimmick. He's also a fire ant. 
Um, that is another thing he's got going for him. Yes. Where he can Vegas actually wrestler. where he can actually showcase his actual in ring abilities. I think he can do that too as Orange Cassidy. I think he can't um, too. It's just go back and watch that match that David Starr beat the shit out of him and then and then he was like, No, David Starr. I'm fucking orange I'm or he's not fucking orange Cassidy. He's orange fucking Cassidy. And like he's got he's got he's got the it factor because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Brian Alvarez here. He said that he's never seen anybody do so little and be so over. Yeah, he doesn't have to do a shit ton of stuff to get over because guess what? He's the best. He's the best. Best ever. Don't even care. Don't even care. If it continues, if they don't bury him, he could be a world champion. He could be a top guy. What you need to do is... I'd rather I'd rather have Shivani than Jr. I hate Shivani's voice. I like Tony Shivani. I always have. I, that's he's, he's good. Like I like him as a commentator. His voice is like, "I'm Tony Shivani. Welcome back to I'm a little double day." Welcome back to WCW Nitro tonight for you. We got. Welcome back to Monday Nitro. I'm gonna try to do a Dusty Rhodes impression real quick. I'm uh, Tony Mary- Shivani, and I refuse to not have a shirt on. But. And then- Cornette, so they're like, ah, I'm Cornette. Welcome to MLW. My name is James E. Cornette with MLW TV, and tonight we're gonna have a live drive-through with Selena Delorente. How the fuck did we get here? I don't know. We were talking about AEW, and then I brought up Tony Schiavone. AEW, Tony Schiavone. Then we went uh, to Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette, who's like a horrible guy, who just hasn't evolved at all with the times. I don't know where we are anymore. Okay, um, I know where we are. So yeah, AEW, they can do this. They can do it. I think, yeah, I think people have... need to get off the hype train. They have to keep on focusing on what works. Yes. And it's obvious that like, All Out didn't work. I mean, it did. There were certain... The, the, the actual build-up and the like crowds, it worked. There, people were hot for the show. The issue is, they need to learn from what was wrong with that show? Because I think there's, there's a lot with it being a new company. Like that's another thing too. It's gonna take a while for shit to get right, and I think a lot of people are asking for too much too soon. They are. Uh, listen, uh, the hot the the take on AEW, uh, people saying that within a year it's going to be like the the viewership and everything about it, it's going to be better than WWE. I just don't agree with that. They're fucking trying. I mean, I'm not. I'm not talking no, to you. It's just like in general, like, people being like, "Oh, they suck." Like, they're fucking trying. They're trying. Dude. I don't think they suck. I think they've got a loaded roster. These people need to realize: like, you go out there and fucking try to do a, a show at a level that they're doing, and you're not gonna fucking do it. They started a company. Wait. They started a company, and within six months of their starting, they have national television. Uh, you tell me another company that's done that ever? Yeah. Besides. Uh, TNA. TNA didn't have national. TNA TNA had pay-per-views for the first two years. For the first two years, right. And that was it, actually. That's right. And then they were on Fox Sports Midwest for most of 2004. And then they went... Well, and then they got a national deal eventually. They got Spike TV in 2005. Yo, Spike TV, baby. That was was the highest that it ever got. AEW, within a six-month span of time, is... 
getting a national TV opportunity. And they have the roster to pull it off. And basically what they're doing is, because they've done it so quickly, is they have to, all the flaws that you don't see. You're Will eventually. Yeah. And they're going to have to work that out on the fly. But if they yeah. stay committed, they don't steer away from their vision. They don't try to change what's working. They'll hmm. be just fine in the future. I, I think AEW has everything it takes. Their tag division, Lucha Bros, Young Bucks, LAX, Dark Order, Best Friends, and and SCU and the Jurassic Express. They're loaded. And <laughs> their tag division is like holy yeah. shit. What the fuck? You have a tag division? Not only do they have one, it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, and that's not even counting Private Party and, and Helico and Jack Evans. It's like. Yeah, it's like holy shit. So, Somebody's got to be the jobber in this tag division. They don't. It doesn't. Well, they don't it's, have. It's to. already been made. It's already been made clear that the jobbers of the division are in Helico and Evans, and that sucks. But they've lost. Yeah, Jack Evans gonna win that mid card belt when it shows up. Like, uh, what? I think Helico and Evans are both way too good to be the jobbers. I say if anybody has to job at first, it should be Private Party. But that's just me. They're the least well known. But at the same time, I don't know. So it's like hand in hand. It's like one of these more established teams should start taking the losses because it's like, oh, you already know. People already know who you are. It's obvious they can't do that with the Dark Order because people are like, who the fuck are you? And it's like, oh, yeah, hold up. What? Well, it's like, here, here's the deal. If you're, if you're going to go that route, then SCU should be at the bottom of it. Because they're the oldest. Yeah. They, are, they are literally the oldest. And everyone, if you've watched Impact, you know who fucking uh, Bad Influence are. The Addiction. You know who they are. Like, I can see Scorpio Sky getting a push outside of it. Scorpio being the singles guy that gets booked well. Well, this is my, this is my deal. There was a um, – when Jericho was doing his promo and just running down everybody in the back, and I don't know if it was just because he came across these guys out of happenstance or what happened, but he, he, he name-dropped a couple guys, one of yeah. which was Scorpio Sky. And he said, like, Scorpio Sky, you're never going to touch this. So I could see them turning that into – and, and that's what they should have done instead of running to somebody at the end. Like he should have ran did. into he should have ran into Cody if they were going to do the title match. Yeah, or they should have like been able to get somebody big and saved it for all out. You know. Well, no. What they, what they did was they got Moxley, and instead of trying Moxley to instantly bombed, which okay, that's good. You know what I mean? Like do that. Get you get the hype before New Japan gets the hype of him showing up. And you build that. Like, that was perfect. That was perfect. But, like... I would have said this. I would have said, how about this? New Japan gets him. He puts on a whole load of epic matches in New Japan. And then he storms in. Say you do Kenny Omega... Say say the original plan is Kenny Omega, Pac. And maybe this was their plan all along. They weren't planning on doing Moxley versus Omega this quickly. But because Pac had to pull out, they had to insert somebody else. That, yeah. Like, and, and Moxley was there. Well, this is what should have happened. You use New Japan to build him up and make him like a megastar again. Because leaving WWE as Dean Ambrose, like, did anybody really care about Ambrose? Like at the end, after he won his WWE title, was Dean Ambrose still like a guy? He just became another guy after that. Oh, dear people! I was excited. I was. My little bow and brain. Was I, mean, I, I like Ambrose. And I was happy to see him go to AEW too. But 
you use him in New Japan, winning the United States title, putting on great matches throughout the G1 Climax, having this no DQ bout coming up against Juice. I think, I think the thing they didn't do is because they don't have a full-on New Japan partnership. I think that's the reason they wanted to have him come in first before they did stuff with, like, before he went with New Japan. Because if he came over, like, as a champion in New Japan, like, first, it'd instantly be like, oh, well, they're working with New Japan, even though they're not. Not yet, at least. And I'm pretty sure they'd death. Like, most probably, maybe. Within, within two years, New Japan's going to be out of that Ring of Honor deal and in with AEW. It would be the smart. Even if they kept the Ring of Honor deal, like it would be the smart thing. Well, Ring of yeah. even Ring of Honor working with them would be smart because then you get all these Ring of Honor guys national exposure too. And then Ring of Honor doesn't suck ass anymore. You, you get people like you get people like Bandito and Haskins. Uh, you don't, and you don't put Matt Taven on the show. Well, you use Matt Taven, but he's not your world champion. That's, that's... you job him out to everyone. Matt Taven's about. Matt Taven, to me, when he was doing his hoopla, yeah, when he was doing his hoopla hottie stuff, fine. But when you try to make him the focal point of a faction, he looks like a weird, like rapey guy now. Like, like actually looking at him his promo pics, and he's like, mm, "How you doing?" It's like, oh, I, li- I liked him. I liked him with. I liked him with Truth Martini. I liked him with the I Kingdom. He wasn't annoying, so that was like never. I liked Taven at first when they gave him the character. I've never been interested in Matt Taven, and he's so. Jeff Cobb's on your fucking roster, guys. Why? Jeff Cobb, Bandito. Tracy Williams is on your roster. Tracy I mean, he's not really Williams. a big name, but he's really fucking good. Oh, yeah. Brody King. Brody King, PCO, Marty. Marty's on your fucking roster, guys. He should have. He should be champion right now. Well, Super they, they didn't give they didn't give him the championship because he's going to leave. Fucking Taven's leaving now, and he's got the belt. Uh, it will not surprise me that when all these guys these deals, leave unfortunately for PCO, he's he's older, so he's not going to get any better. Like, like this is the best deal that he probably got. Yeah, he's just going to sit there, and everybody's going to be like, "PCO, what's up, bro?" And he's going to be like, "Shut up, dude." He's like, "I know, shut up." Hey, PCO is about he's nuts, he's insane, but he's good. Yeah. And he's always been good, but he changed his style with his age. The guy, like he, the guy used like, to be a pirate before. First of all, he was a, he was a Quebecer, and then he was a pirate. Yeah. And then he was a Quebecer again. And then he was not a pirate. And then he wasn't. Then he wasn't around. He probably did the pirate thing on the Indies for a little for a while, at the very least. Because he did it at King of Trios. Like, I don't know what the fuck they... Yeah, like, actually. Like, in 2018's King of Trios? Or this year's, maybe? Yeah. No, because this year's hasn't happened yet. He he was with, like, Ray Bucanero. Yeah, that's why. He was on Ray Bucanero's team. And uh, some other... Some lady. I forgot. He just burst back on the scene, man. He just burst back on the scene. And it makes it... And PCO, it's good to see somebody like PCO who really got hosed in his first run at the top. He he got hosed in WWE because Bret Hart screwed him. Yeah, fuck you, Bret Hart. Bret Hart screwed him, and that that's that's how the story goes. Bret Bret Hart didn't want to lose to a pirate, so he lost his push, 
and that's how that story goes. Welcome, sir. The man, the man wrestles with a glass eye, scars all over his body, and he still puts on really good matches. And he's fifty; he's in his mid fifties. American Rana with Brian Cage. Listen, he's in his mid fifties, man. He shouldn't be doing this, but he is. He is. He's defying what people say about age. Yeah. But he's about the only guy in wrestling doing that. He says that about Tim Storm, even though Tim Storm worked in a really safe style, and then he basically retired. Yeah, and uh, Suzuki is defying age, too, but he's from Japan, so those guys also People say a lot about Suzuki, but I'm just going to – and I respect the man. I'm scared of him. But at the end of the day, he also is working a very safe style. Oh, he is. (laughs) But again, he's one of those guys that works that safe style, but gets it all over because he's got that legitimate background behind him. He will kill you, and you will die. I mean, we all saw what he did to Oscar, man. We, we've all seen it. Yeah, Oscar's dead. He dude. brutalized that woman. I can't believe Kana died. I cannot, believe, I cannot believe that they have ruined. Well, I can't say much about that because they they ruin everything. So everything is dead. Um. So let's move on. To the main event. Yes, the main event, and then the dessert. Main event. King of Trios happened. Um, I, today, in my art class, posted the final night of the 2019 King of Trios tournament. Also known as, hey, we actually did an annual tournament. Yes. I had some people commenting about the fact that selfishly, maybe, uh, a team with one of my characters won the whole thing. There's a reason why that happened, okay? I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not one of those people who gets on about... If you, like, again, I don't get on about these things where people... Like, if you're on creative, if you're an owner... You shouldn't book yourself to go over. Well, in order for stories to work sometimes, you have to do that. Look, I've been doing so much shit, like, in the past um, almost two years to get people fucking invested in Kraken Gate. This is the shit I'm having to do, okay? I have a fucking Battle of the Best TV Championship match on our Mania show, okay? Um, Which is also helping build Sean Cannon. Match anyone fucking cares about. But, oh, oh, people keep people keep shiming in. Oh, that's cool, Sean Cannon for the TV title. You know, you know, each to his own or whatever, bro. But like, and then there's like, and this is the point. I've been really quiet about it. I've been really calm about it. I've been like sitting there with my hands like you know folded, being like, oh, they'll they'll care eventually. Fuck that. Fuck that. Y'all care about fucking aim over this shit, man. Like. One two punch gets slapped in the fucking face. Like, everyone said it, but no one's actually gone out and done it. All of these opinion posts are like, Kraken Gate needs more attention. Like I said earlier. How about, you, got, get, how about you give it some attention? We got attention with this final night. People reposting it, people saying, like, hey, this is cool. But again, like I've said before, I really want specifics. Like, I, I'm really picky now. Like, I'm, I know I'm going too far, but like, everyone said the same thing Nick did. Well, and I, I can kind of draw along those lines as well. 
all I'm saying, we got that we had this match go on, and uh, I don't know if you've read it or not, but uh, we had that we had this epic main event open challenge with Kirk Matthews and NGWI, and Carter wrote it, and it's by far one of I, I think it's by far the, one of the best main events. I put it up there with one of the best main events of the year, but I might be the only one. Um, but he, he wrote this amazing match. And these are the, we got like two, maybe three comments on it. And uh, the biggest thing, nobody really gave great specifics except for Merck on the actual match itself. And, then, and then you commented on this too, but that, that was mostly because of the Tyler Law push. But fuck Tyler Law. No, I'm kidding. But a lot of the focus was put on Tyler Law instead of the match itself. Uh, because fuck Tyler Law, dude. Like I, I know people don't like Tyler Law. Um, but I understand what you're doing here, because once Kirk beats that bitch's ass, everybody's gonna be like, "Yo, Kirk." Well, it's, Hell like, yeah. well, it's like if you follow the narrative of what we're trying to build here. I think this, I know what you're going for. I think I do. Like, this whole narrative with Kirk Matthews so far has been uh, the every like the people that he's the people that he's faced and the things he's going through. They're all things from his past that have really haunted him over the course of his past. So it's like, mm-hmm. although he beat Daniel Bennett in like three other places, you know, he's the the last big match he had, the last big stage that they fought in was AIM, the last like great big match they ever had. Yeah. And it, and it cost Kirk Matthews the world championship in the long run. Him losing to Daniel Bennett kept him away from that world title. And it's haunted him because Daniel Bennett went on to win it and hold it. And then the open challenge, he had one in BOTB, he lost. You yeah. know, and, stu- and stuff like that. The open challenge has bitten him in the butt so many times. So he wanted to prove that no matter what, you know, I want, I need to conquer this. I need to get this out of my head. I need to, you know, break through the mental block. And now we move on to Tyler Law, who in the context of NGWI, NGA, you know, was the merger. And Tyler Law and Kirk Matthews, Kirk Matthews beat him once, but then Tyler Law took the world title and Kirk was never able to get it back. And now it's like history repeating itself where Tyler Law is coming to take Kirk Matthews' title again, and he has to have a successful defense over Tyler Law in order to conquer that mental block. Yeah. And it's just moving through, because in order to get to his future, he has to conquer his past. Yeah. And that's what we're going for here. And I wasn't necessarily on board to do Tyler Law at first, but Tool wanted to end it definitively. He wanted, this was his baby. This feud was his story. And. Slapped him. There's a bitch. Well, uh, maybe, it went, maybe when I see him at Glory Pro, uh, I'll give him a smack. Smack the shit out of him and then be like, Bowen said, fuck you. But it's like, well, he listens to this podcast too. But Okay. Fuck you, Derek. It's like, <laughs> I want, like, I wanted to give him the opportunity to tell and finish the story he never got to finish. That's what yeah. this is all about. This is just you low-key being like, don't yell at me, yell at Tool, okay, bro? Well, it's like, I, I brought, uh, 
the, the big thing here is that I brought Tyler Law onto the roster because, first of all, we need established names to build up the next generation of guys. They're going to need people to beat. Fuck Tyler Law. <laughs> Just saying they're going to need people to beat. Yeah. For fuck Tyler Law. And uh, Tyler Law, I think it's a, it's a good name to an extent. He's a recognizable one. People have such a strong emotion towards him, whether good or bad. It's just like, damn, perfect choice. You're going to get a reaction. That's the biggest reaction. People know who he is. Everyone does. Whether he's fucking their um, RP custom or, you know, whatever. People know. Well, all right. Like, like his last promo was actually – his last promo was actually pretty good, so. I don't read his promos anymore because I have grown – a disinterest in okay, so that's that's something I've grown a disinterest to promos in general, though that's another thing I did to make people like get into Cracking Gate. Is that's a promo it is a promo week now, that'll do it get people invested. Um, but some of these people I have booked for Genesis, I do not think they will cut promo. Well, you, you book Simon, you get a promo, that's how that works. But some, okay, look, bro. So there's a battle royal. There's like a royal rumble, and I'm not sure who is in it yet. I'm gonna start writing it tomorrow. Um, but it's like the opener. I don't know what the prize is yet. But Simon's most definitely in it, unless I just forget. But like so far, I haven't planned to get it. I'm ready. Um, and there's like a lot of other matches. You know, I booked the battle of the best TV title. Okay, so there's the battle of the best TV title match. Uh, the main event, Nathan Hoffman versus William Taylor. Uh, there's a... I can say this. There's nothing really going for it. There's a women's championship fatal four-way. Uh, Eleanor Martinez is defending against Soso Riot, Jordan Blanchard, and Valentina DeRoma. So you get your big heel, your big face, your slightly not as big heel, and your pretty new face to the scene in general. Yeah. In the match. It's our brother yelling about Apex or something tonight. Fucking Steven. Uh, he does this too much. Uh, so, but, uh, uh, continue. There is... I don't know how much of this... Hey, everybody. I'm dropping the card soon anyways, so... Um, you get an exclusive right here, right now. Listen to this podcast. Our challenge... That's, this is who's not cutting the promo? <laughs> Um, okay, so the Colony is challenging Bow and Arrow for the Brotherhood Gate Championships. TJ Adams versus... This is the match that I really want people to fucking care about. Uh, if not the main event or the TV title match, then... Okay, if not the main event, actually, you, you need to care about this more than the TV title match. Like, the TV title match plays in the R storyline or whatever, but it's really just a battle of the best match that I put on this card. Um, but... This match, TJ Adams versus Kyle Sycamore, steel cage match, loose leaves, cracking gate. Sounds like a banger to me. That does. Like, this has been a feud that in some way, shape, or form has been building since the very first cracking gate show. Uh, the whole thing started. TJ Adams beat Amari, like, killed him after their match. And then, like, the whole time, the whole time. <laughs> the whole time Cracking Gate's been a thing, uh, T.J. Adams has had, like, had a group with him, 
where he's been trying to get a group with him. He had the Headhunter Society with him, like the the uh, Super Smash Bros. rep. Yes. Dark Orders. So he had them with him uh, for a bit. And then my brothers, like, stopped trying to do shit with him, you know? Like, because really what it was was me trying to be like, hey, guys, this is a thing. You guys aren't very social. Try this. Try this out, guys. You're going to love it. And then they liked it for a bit. And then they just stopped doing it. Um, then he got the BDK. At one point, he was the leader, but then I changed it because it's like, why are you leading a faction in your own league? So I used that. And I was like, I thought doing a heel William Taylor would work out. It has. Um, but yeah, like, it, like it's worked. It's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> but like, it's like uh, Sycamore. Sycamore um, got into things like at six. The big return show that Kraken Gate had, uh, like last March, right? Yes. Uh, TJ Adams beat the shit out of Arch, and then said, "Hey, Kyle Sycamore." Uh, they had a match at a show called One Off Wrestling. It was supposed to be the only time that show happened. Okay, so then he's like, get the mic, and he's like, "Hey, I'm not done with you." You beat me the first time we had a match, but I want another one. And so then it went from, hey, we're going to have another match, into, hey, I also hate you, and you are going to die. And now uh, whoever loses this match is out of the company. And that not only affects Kraken Gate, that affects Conquest as well, uh, just because we are so closely related. Like, Pegge is basically, like, we're basically married, basically... So, anything that happens in uh, Kraken Gate is a, like, affects like everything that happens in uh, Conquest. Conquest. Yeah, I like so, it. Yeah, a very close working relation uh, between the two of us, and and our companies too. Yeah, that that too. Well, as it, as it should be. I think I think everybody needs to at least have one league close to them to where they can kind of do some crossover. Uh, it helps. Yeah. It helps in the long run because I think it helps give both leagues exposure. Um, it doesn't help necessarily a lot because I, I and this is just how it has been. I, I don't think people have put eyes on Kraken Gate nor have they put eyes on Conquest. People need to be paying attention. Uh, they do. Yeah, I think people. At least for conquest, I know it's the truth. People go, "Oh, that's that, that's that uh, 2K league," and it's not a 2K league anymore. It's on Amino now, guys. It like, started that way, but not anymore. He said something the other day. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna post something." I I told him when we were watching the Smash Bros. Not Smash Bros. The Nintendo Direct. I was like, "Yeah, make a comment on the conquest account." He's like, "Yeah, let me advertise this YouTube account that won't get videos anymore." And I was like, oh, "End of an era." But it's like. He has a lot of fun writing these shows, and like I've seen his creative process for putting Conquest together, and he puts a lot of love into it. And I, it's really cool to see him do something that he really likes to do, and he's like having fun with. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing with me with like Kraken Gate. Like I'm glad I'm having fun with it now because I wasn't for a while. Um. You know, at the end of the day, uh, if I had, like, one piece of advice I had to give to, like, anyone on Amino, read other... 
heard the this yeah. idiot, this idiot walked in as soon as we started, and he uh, knew, he knew we were doing a podcast. Uh-huh. He knows we are doing a podcast, and he's got his headset on, screaming about Apex Legends. Even crazy, bro. He out there. He's a bit nuts. Somebody got hooked on Minecraft earlier, and I was like, oh, God. Minecraft, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got it because his buddy, this is how obsessed his buddy is with Minecraft. He's so obsessed, and then we'll get back to the point at hand, but he's so obsessed that he bought my brother gift cards. Just to get Minecraft? Just so he could purchase a month of PlayStation Plus and Minecraft. Dude. That's funny. So he could play it twice and never play it again. Well, Bowen and Devin out here a while and doing a two-hour podcast. Well, you saw the uh, Evo one, right? It was almost it was almost uh, three hours long. You can't put the two of us in like a conversation and not have us talk forever. Oh, we, we get both, going. Like, and have so much we want to talk about. Oh, yeah, but that's a good thing. Every now and then we got to have these conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like I was saying with Conquest, like, Pegay's got something he likes to do with it. Pegay's got, he's got a lot of ideas, and I think people need to fuck off with, <laughs> wow, that was, that was a great transition into me being mean. Um, but like, there's people, and I'll say it, Ren, okay, calling you out, homeboy, you just, like, write him off as just some, like, annoying person, but he's got, like, if you read his Conquest shows, he's got all these great ideas, and, like, I really love it and him, but like, I really love it when he does stuff like that. Yeah. Like I love, I love reading it and being like, holy shit, this is cool. And like, like just being amazed at what he's come up with. And then there's me who can't be consistent with anything I do and like always hates whatever I do. And he's whenever he says, Oh, I don't like this. I'm like, dude, this is way better than anything I could do. He just doesn't see it sometimes, you know? Oh, and sometimes, sometimes it comes down to that self-esteem. And again, I, I, if people actually would pay attention to the product and leave feedback as to what was right, what was wrong, then it would, you know, I think it would help build confidence. Yeah, like a lot of these problems wouldn't happen if, if you'd actually, like, you know, help somebody out every once in a while, you know? Yeah, well, so, and that goes back to the feedback. Yeah, you know, like, uh, I don't pay. I don't leave a lot of feedback, but yeah. just because he's not doesn't mean it's something that he produces his product, even his promos. I mean that there any there's any less need for you to give him feedback. Maybe he's just busy. Sometimes you just don't have time. I'll tell you what, I'm really busy, like all the time. Like, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> like. People people come to me all the time and they're like, hey, how was this? And I was like, I don't know, I'm not gonna read it. I don't I don't tend to ask Prince uh, anymore. I don't tend to ask that anymore because I know they're busy. I okay. So with Prince, I don't ask him anymore because I'm fucking scared of him. Prince, if you sat through two hours of this podcast to listen to me say I'm scared of you, I'm fucking scared of you. Okay, this is why um, I, I made a post. This this is the big thing that I was gonna get to. Um. So I'm graduating in January. That's the plan right now. Yes. And uh, the plan after that is to focus on being a professional wrestler, like getting into a school, training, 
doing everything right, or at least attempting to do everything right, and just fucking going with it, bro. Like, I'm tired of just sitting here and not doing anything with my life. I'm going to be a fucking wrestler, bro. So that's the goal. But, like, that's another thing. Like, I don't want to leave because Prince will hunt me down and kill me because I left and ruined fucking uh, Battle of the Best booking to be a professional wrestler. So... Well, that's that's one of those things where you're like, that's not a fucking excuse, Bowen. I'll be like, okay. Well, that's one of those things where you have to go and like, uh, you let them know in advance, and it's like, yeah. If, if, if worst case scenario, they have you drop a title shot to somebody else. Yeah, but I don't want to like drop it really. really no, like, like if I cut it down to tag teams, it'd be like tag teams, and then like battle the best. As a singles guy, as it should be, and uh, honestly, if you had to pull, if you had to pull yourself out of NGWI, you know we'd understand. I would, I would throw you Miles Parker, and then be like, "Yo, what it be?" Well, and again, it's just a matter of what, what goes on, and yeah. whatever you decide to do, we'll support it. And uh, the only thing that I'm gonna rep myself, and just like cut promos on my phone. Oh, that'd be nice. That's what Tool does with <laughs> Fully. I'd be like, fuck you, tool, you fucking cut. And, and again, that's uh, all we'd ask from you is whatever we got going for you that you allow us to finish it up. That's the only thing that we'd ask. Yeah, yeah, because like, at the end of the day, like, I don't want to fuck everybody over by leaving. And that's another reason why I didn't before. Um, it is 11.39 over here. Yes. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to wrap things up on my end, get what I need to, what I want to say out. Um, I have, a real quick rundown of, I don't know how many points. I, I hey, what's up? It's me, Woodrow Wilson. Rapid uh, fire. So the whole you have to give feedback to get feedback thing is fucking stupid. I'm sorry. You should give feedback every once in a while, yes, but you don't have to to get some. Um, please be specific with your feedback. I do, I do love it when people say this was good. Like, I'm not saying don't say this was good. Or don't tell me it was bad. But if you're going to say this was good or this was bad, please explain what was good and what was bad about it. Because Pegge made a very good example the other day. Merck gave specifics. He said, he said it wasn't bad. He said, I didn't hate this match that Pegge wrote. He was like, the tense just felt weird. And Pegge's been working on that. He's taken that and goes, okay, now I'm going to be better about that. I'm going to change the tense up. I'm going to be more clear with my writing. Yeah, the thing too with there. my with the feedback on my uh, Kojo match that I wrote, Nick gave a bit bit of specifics of what he liked about the Kojo match. Ronan said some things. He was like, "Hey, I didn't wasn't very clear to me like what you were trying to say here," and I tried to fix that with King of Trios, but I won't know if anybody fucking actually read it. I'm sure Nick did because he, I'll kill him if he didn't. Nick was fairly specific. Nick was fairly specific. Yeah, like. Uh, Edgy was too. Like, there's no way Edgy didn't read it because he's my child. Also, because the re- okay, everybody is asking me why I pushed Lewis. Like, in Spaceman Bounty Hunter, had the championship for a long time. Uh, it's because him and Edgy actually like gave proper like responses to things and like could show that they were involved in like reading and could tell what was going on in the league. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this match on Fire Pro got a 69% rating. That's funny. Um, also, uh, if you see a new league come up and you see something wrong with it, or you see something that could help, could be that they that they're doing, that could be used to help elevate themselves, please tell them about it. 
and and help them, help them, motherfuckers, help them. All means. Don't just be like, don't just be like, uh, yeah, they're gonna overtake my league eventually. No one's overtaking your fucking league. This fucking is how it works. Nobody's going to get better if they don't get feedback. Yeah, like you, you not giving someone feedback. Okay, that that kind of plays into what I was saying, but like. Okay, um, I'm trying to say this without sounding like a hypocrite. To help somebody, you gotta give them feedback. Uh, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, listen to people when you get feedback. Too. Yeah. Like you gotta try to make that change. You can't just be like, "Oh, he said that was good," and then gave like actual reasons why. Let's not do that again. Let's never do that again. He fucking liked it. No. Kind of works. Also. Uh, another thing, uh, if you say you're the best, you might be an asshole. Never, never say you're the best, ever. You can say what I say, and I go, I know I'm pretty good. I know I'm really good. Am I the best? I lost a hobby twice in a row, so no. There's always somebody now? better. Maybe. I, I actually think I might be better than Hami now. That's just because he hasn't done anything lately. Well, this is the ordeal. There's always someone better. Yeah, yeah like, like some new person could show up tomorrow and like actually be a literary master and like whoop your ass. Like, you're, you're, you're only as good as your last promo. Uh, and there's always somebody... Shit, better. my last promo... <laughs> half-ass. It's half-ass. Well, uh, weren't you facing? Aren't you facing Orton in that match? Oh, I meant like, like my last promo in general. I didn't half-ass the Orton promo. Like I, yeah, I, was... I thought I did good with the Orton promo. A Bone Castillo promo on Chris Chambers was half-ass, not because it's Chris Chambers. Um, before somebody like takes that and goes, Chris Chambers, Fraz, bro. Uh, Bowen said he fucking didn't want to face you or some shit. I don't particularly want to be stuck in this feud with him, but it's what's gotta happen due to what happened at the last show. Yes. And I'm glad it's happening. Like fucking a hardcore match against a guy who thinks he's hardcore. That's cool. It works. Um if you see a league that you like, maybe not maybe not that it's new, but fucking tell them that you like it. Like you know why leagues die? Besides the thing that we mentioned earlier with Mark, um, it's it's really a lack of lack of interest. And if I won't be interested in something that I do unless people say, "Hey, I like what you do." Uh, Van Gogh cut his no. <laughs> Van Gogh cut his ear off because no one told him his art was good. No, that's not what I was going to say. I mean, it was, but it's not the truth. I well, wanted to be pe- funny. people quit the people quit the business because they don't feel appreciated. That's how that works. Uh, yeah, like. Um, there are a lot of people on this app who, I, forget what I was going to say there, because it was actually kind of stupid. Well, let's put it this way. Um, there, so, uh, I, I guess, I guess I could just pick from, uh, from, uh, experience here. I'll just go with it. You know, we, we put out our first show for, for a GWI and it was Hollywood Lights and, you know, there were people that responded to it, so we kind of knew what was working, and we yeah. kind of saw that there was some uh, actual 
uh, you know, actual interest behind it. Uh, AOPW comes out, and the first part had some decent stuff on it. Uh, not gonna, not gonna knock them all out. Pro wrestling, you know, um. I'm interested in it, not going to lie, but the edits? The edits could be better. And... What type of person did I just turn into? The edits? Okay, so it looks like they used Pixar, yeah. uh, and that was it. But like, that's not passable. Like, okay, it is, but at the same time, it's not. Like, on one hand, it is passable, but if that's your anniversary show that I'm looking at on the uh, featured feed, and that is your poster for your anniversary show, Bubba, you could... You could Outsource. I would say the uh, the aesthetic needed improving, but the first part, the matches were actually pretty good, and I, you know, I, I could enjoy some of the results. There was a lot of people I didn't necessarily know because I, I don't necessarily follow AOPW, but I decided let's check it out. It's on the featured page. Let's see what's going on. Oh no! Okay, this Micah guy, real quick. I think he's dead. Okay. Um, I, I, this is like the most confusing thing. So TJ Black, I think Micah is supposed to be like his brother or something. Uh, can I just put this out there? I'm very insensitive when it comes to people's life stories now because everyone on Amino has lied about something before and it's usually about someone in their family being dead. Yeah. I get like, like, I'm sorry. I am an asshole. Like I'll, I'm going to raise my hand. I am an asshole, but like. I was also on this app in 2015, so I've seen. I was a fucking kid who believed everything on this app in 2015. I've been around for a couple years now. I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> I've been around for a couple years now, and I've seen people lie about having cancer, about having people that are in their family dying. I've seen it. So it is hard to believe people when they actually have actual problems. It's like. But if your if your brother's character uh, was on Amino and he passed away, don't use his character. Yeah, don't continue to use it. Um, don't do that, honey. What are you doing? Like, so if that is the story and that is the case, apologies for making a joke out of it. But don't use your brother's character. Understand that in a tribute case, I can understand maybe using it once or twice to as a tribute. Um, but don't use it to, con- to continue to outsource it as a mainstay character on your roster. That's just a no go because what that ends up doing is like that memory of the people that were friends with that person on this on this app. It just keeps bringing up the bad memory because the last memory they have is that this person is now gone, and that's that's just horrible. It's a horrible thought. That, yeah. That's a horrible thought. But it's like you know, my my grandfather, my grandmother, like people in my family, family members I was close with that have passed away. It's like anytime you see home videos, every time you see, uh, every time you see something like. They're fun memories and all, but your mind always goes back to the last time you saw them. They were, you know, we were putting them in the grave. Yeah. It's like, to think that somebody would lie about a family member passing just to get out of something, it kind of sucks. It, it, it's sick, 
but there are people on this world that do that. On a um, way brighter note, yes, please. Uh, if you have the last name Law in your custom, you can stop being in leagues now. Can you do that? Can that be like? Can you do an intro? That's just me saying that. That'd be great. I don't know. I, I don't know like, about intros. I just let this stuff play they, through. They click it, and it's just like. So, like, look, I'm going to throw people under the bus. I'm leaving soon. I don't care. I, you know what I mean? Like, leaving, but, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what I, you mean. I'm, I no longer give a shit. I have been a leader before. I have done that whole climbing the ranks thing. I don't give a fuck anymore. Um, Brownie, stop naming your motherfucking customs after Tyler Law and having them have relations with Tyler Law. You were not going anywhere. You weren't going anywhere before. You're definitely not now. I'll slap the shit out of you if I see you again. That's not that's not helping. Connections with Tyler Law. Basically that, what you're that is that is handicapping yourself. Listen, what what you are doing in doing that is that you are taking that character and you're automatically giving him a ceiling because he's a Tyler Law disciple. He's a Tyler Law or her or her. She might be Tyler. she might be a sexual accomplice. Sexual accomplice or what, whatever. But there's a connection with Tyler Law. You're automatically giving yourself a ceiling. It's like, and, and secondly, people people book Tyler Law because Tyler Law is a heat magnet. They they, they don't. I book him because I like to see him lose. I'll say something about that later. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's like it's like you got don't do that. You yeah. you can like Tyler Law, but don't try to pattern yourself after Tyler Law. Especially old Tyler that. Law. New Tyler Law is a little better. Old Tyler Law. I just say don't do it at all. Fuck Tyler Law. No Tyler Law. And make up your own stuff. You, you don't need to be doing that. Uh, 95% of the time, people try to do that and then it fails. But then when they come up with their own stuff, when they come up with their own, uh, with their own characters and stuff like that, just based around their own imagination, it actually works out better for them. You got to be better, honey. You got to do your own thing. Just trying to, like, people trying to be or play off characters that already exist. It's not a good idea. We all saw what happened with Jason Jordan. <laughs> Remember when uh, Tyler Law was black for a day? That was the funniest thing. That's the greatest day of he, my life. He got on, he changed his rep to Willie Mack. And then he changed everybody in his family to match. And then, and then the next they day they were all gone. back. They were all back to the status quo. And I was like, I, I went around. I went around. To, I went around to Tool, and I went around. To, I went around to my entire creative. And I was like, guys, we need to. I was like, everyone else saw that he was black yesterday, right? <laughs> <laughs> I went around. I went the day he did it. I was like, well, uh, guys, we better. We need to find some uh, William Mac renders. <laughs> Because we had Vince making up these cards for us for the Gotham Takeover card. And, like, he's booked on the show, and Vince was working on the edits, and we we had him as McIntyre. And then he changed his rep, and we're like, uh, somebody needs to find a Willie Mac render and fast. And then the next day, it was like, well, well, that was fast. That, That fad didn't last very long. Yeah. Um... I think the last thing I want to say 
in general, the people on wrestling on Reno. Um, I see posts all the time about uh, people being sick. <laughs> I'm going to let this happen. This is a great background for what I'm about to say. So I see posts all the time. People say, talking about their um, how they're not feeling well mentally. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've been there before. And I, okay, I said this today. I don't, I don't like mentioning this because I feel like I'm going to run the risk of being like one of those edgy girls who make shit up. Uh, you know, those type of people that say like, oh my God, I've oh. battled depression seven times. Yeah, like, I, I, no, I, you I've met them. You them. are just talking shit. Um, but I've been in a situation before, like, I've been there. Uh, it sucks. You know, I've had people that are in that situation. Um, you know, I've mentioned him like eight times today, but like, he's not in this type of situation that I'm talking about. But Spucks, he's in a very serious fucking situation. Yes. Um, it's just like, y'all, like, don't be assholes to one another. You know, you don't know what other people on this fucking app are going through. Like. That's another thing. Like, I didn't feel good about switching, uh, like, from doing Juicy Product to just not doing anything with Star at all with Spucks because, like, I miss the dude, you know? Like, I miss him. He's not gone. He's not gone anywhere. I mean, he's still alive, I hope. I just I, I miss him, dude. I mean, you know, I when people... I'm fucking scared out of my mind oh. about him. Well, there are when, when people just kind of fade off, like into the sunset, like that. I, he he's gone without any warning, which is something that I would uh, that does scare me a little bit. But I would hope yeah. I would hope that people around him would take notice of what whatever was going on. Uh, I'm not privy to any details, but I, I would hope people I would hope people would uh, be able to, you know, kind of take context clues and figure it out in a day and age where so many, so many different situations go on in life and you're made aware almost every day through my television programs or whatever. I I would hope somebody, you know, would take, um, would take notice. It's when you're dealing with something as serious and as deadly as actual cancer, uh, it's really hard not to get worried about that person. You know what I mean? No, it, it is. Because uh, I guess it's all... Uh, he said it jokingly one time, but I felt kind of bad. Every... And I feel like a clingy... A clingy I feel like a clingy boyfriend. But, like, every time uh, he goes, I'll message him, like, every few days. I'll be like, hey, are you okay? Hey, just check in. hope you're Okay. You know, and it gets to the point where it seems like I'm clingy, but it's like, I'm really just hoping for a fucking response eventually. I'm really hoping he just comes in one day and says, yeah, I'm fine, I was just busy. Or, I'm sorry, I, you know, this and that. Because I hope, you know, because like last time, last time, uh, he was in the hospital, and I didn't know. You know? Yeah. He was in the hospital for like a few weeks or whatever, and he was like, he's like, I think I'm fine. I'm like, I don't know, man, you were in the hospital. Like, that's that's not a, I think I'm fine. Uh, That's a, like, holy shit, are you okay? 
Oh, I, I do hope everything ends up okay in the long run. And like, yeah. we, we really don't know, but I think that again, that, that's something that I think impacts everybody eventually. And, um, it's because if it hasn't affected you, like you, if you haven't had it, you know, somebody who has. Yeah. It's, it's something that uh, you can't run away from and it's always present. And there's always somebody around that, you know, that you care about that gets affected by it. I think, yeah. I think the statistic is uh, one in 10 people will contract cancer in their lifetime. It's that, uh, it's that prevalent. It's become that bad. Uh, That's a lot of people, bro. That was, uh, we have eight billion people more than that on this planet, and one in ten of one in ten of those people are going to contract cancer. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. And unfortunately, that's going to happen. And I know that that we've kind of hit a sour patch here, but uh, this is another. I feel that it needs to be talked about eventually. No, it do, it does need to be talked about. It does. Uh, and just as as people, first and foremost, you know, we may be different people. We may come from different backgrounds, but you know, all of us came to this app. Mostly, like everybody who's here right now, is because first and foremost we're wrestling fans, and yeah. we came to this app to discuss and get to know other wrestling fans from all across the world. Because in most cases, you don't have somebody in your real life. Luckily, Devin lives close enough to Derek where he can go to shows and whatever. Yeah, but like... even even then. But a lot of people don't have somebody in their life that they can talk about wrestling to. Yeah, so like, you're already an outcast in your own fucking group. I was lucky. And I would don't be assholes to other people on the app. Yeah, you know? like you walk around. I I would walk around school, and I was the only person in my class. You know, luckily my best friend was a wrestling fan to a certain extent. Like he would he watched. Luckily, you have a brother uh, who like likes doing things with you uh, as well. I have I have a brother that watches WWE and he, he joined the app too, obviously. You all know him, Ricky Torres for life. Let's go. Um, Ricky Torres. But uh like beat up an entire family. He might have um, um <laughs> but uh he uh you know he's a you know he's around and luckily I grew up with him and we're only about we're only three years apart so you know, we, we discuss wrestling and I met, I met tools. So that allows me to go out, and, um, go out. We, we meet up about every month for glory pro and we, we've grown close enough to where we're going. Like we're taking a trip, like me my brother, him and Jason. And then there's a couple others going with us. We're going to Chicago for takeover weekend. Throw a shit ton of money in a plane ticket. Oh, if you want to. I was at one point, I was like, I'm going to get a job and get a plane ticket. And I was like, no, you can't. But it's like it's like time for takeover. We got we're going to Chicago for takeover weekend in Survivor Series, and it's like we're all meeting up. And that's yeah, in November. I don't have enough time for yeah. that. <laughs> well, I barely have enough time, and so it's in November. Yeah, but you already have a job. I, I do. Like you... I got a, I got a server job. I made ninety one dollars on a Wednesday, man. I have to tell you, that's a, that's a Wednesday night. That's a school. I make zero dollars on an every day. Oh, that's horrible. But uh, you know, we're going to takeover, and it's like all of that. All of this was made possible. Because of wrestling amino, and I, I'd say yeah, it's crazy. Because like eventually we're gonna be like fuck this app, and then you're gonna be like oh shit. It's like you know, it's like maybe I may have made lifelong friends that I'll like, you know, hopefully I'll meet some some 
people on this app someday in the wrestling you know, business. When we're, when we're running, when, when I'm running actual Kraken Gate, you know. <laughs> when me and Tool have got NGWI going on in St. Louis every every uh, every month on uh, on a Sunday afternoon, you know. And I'm the champion. And we got we got we're, we're bringing in we're bringing in uh, Squid as the champ, and you know we're we're booking guys like Robert Martyr. Check him out at Robert Martyr on Twitter. What a stupid 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 dick. I'm gonna fight Robert Martyr. My name is Roots, man. Uh, Roots doing well for himself right now. Yeah, dude. Eighteen years old. He's already he's already a trained pro, and he's actually really really good. Then I'm gonna beat him. He's never gonna show his face around here again. I'm oh, like, ooh, I got him! <laughs> but he's got he's got himself something special going on there. And I know there's a lot of people on here that are that want to get into training. And there are people that I have grown close with over the time over over time with this app. And hopefully, outside of Amino, that I can stay in touch with some of these people. And hopefully, they become lifelong friends that I can come to and talk to when I need somebody to lean on. So, um, it's like, and hopefully, should, hopefully, I can say the same. Hopefully they can say the same about me. I know how we should end this episode. Okay. We're gonna sing "Lean on Me." Lean on me. Do I have to? Okay. Let's uh, let's pull this up uh, on my. Look up the lyric. Let's pull this up on my computer. Lean on, <clears throat> lean on me. Uh, we're not doing the Club Nouveau version, that's for sure. We doing Bill the Bill Withers, my boy. Bill Withers. Okay, here we go. First thing. All right. Big finale, boys and gals. And others. And others, yes, very true. Is he singing yet? Not yet, it's just going slow. Come on, Bill. Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain. We all have sorrow, but if we are wise, we know that there's always tomorrow. Lean on me when you're not strong. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry Somebody to lean on. Please swallow your pride. If I have things you need to borrow for, no one can fill those of your needs that you won't let show. Just call on me, brother, when you need a hand. We all need somebody to lean on. I just might have a problem that you'd understand. We all need somebody to lean on. Lean on me when you're not strong. 
I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on, boy. It won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. Just call on me, brother, when you need a hand. We all need somebody to lean on. I just might have a problem that you'll understand. We all need somebody to lean on. If there is a load that you have to bear, that you can't carry, I'm right up the road. I'll share your load if you just call me. Call me if you need a friend. Come in if you need a friend. If you ever need a friend, call me. Call me. Call me. Call me. <laughs> that's 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 enough of that. Call call Bill Withers if you need any help. But that was a that was fantastic. And uh, that was the uh, that was the best ending I think we could do for this podcast. So uh, thing I've ever done at twelve oh seven. That was a lot of fun. I like that. Um, but I do want to go ahead and thank you for being on tonight, man. It was a good conversation as always, and uh, hopefully this helped you. Still alive? Huh? Bill Withers is still alive. I'm sorry. His yeah, birthday is the fourth of July. He was born in 1938. Good grief, man! He's getting up there. All right, Willie Harrison Withers Jr. Ah, he'll be just he'll be just fine. He's probably lively for I don't know how old he is. But uh, again, thank you for being on and. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully this helps you get a lot off your chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of things that I wanted to talk about that I got to touch on, so that's good. That's good. Um, uh, you're all you're always welcome. So uh, next time you wanna wanna get on here and do some, do something, just let me know and we'll get together again. Yeah, man. It was it was great being on this podcast, dude. Like, I was kind of like bored earlier and then like i forgot we were doing the podcast tonight and it took me like 30 minutes to respond to you being like hey you want to do the podcast still and i was like yeah hey man you're you're all good man i just i just did well i'll be honest we went to uh cracker barrel my uh my dad and i went to uh cracker barrel and then uh and and then uh like i got home and i was like oh crap oh crap it's uh, we got a podcast to do tonight, so it's like, I was gonna try and do like a double episode and then have, have you on for the first half and then have Vince on for the second half. And I was like, well, I know that to, I, I know I know that if we get into this, that it's gonna go long. So I uh, just gotta split that up. Who is gonna be on the other half? Uh, Vince, as in Vince Torres. I'm excited to hear Vince what he's got to say. Oh yeah, well he's got a, he's got a lot of things that he he's got a uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about, but uh, 
He's probably next. I know I got a Glory Pro review coming up with uh, Tool, and we're going to discuss um, we're going to discuss Day of the Dragon, where uh, Ricky Steamboat was in the building and he looked good when he got in the ring, and um, then uh, there's that, and then uh, September 22nd, of course, we have the uh, Prince podcast with Peggy and Rabbit, where we discuss Kirk and Kyle, the final chapter. Uh, Peggy and Rabbit. Yep, Prince Peggy and Rabbit. Oh my God, my two favorite people, and Rabbit, all in one setting. They're gonna come in. They're gonna discuss Not that. I mean, my two favorite people who are active on that. Yeah. Well, we're going to have we're going we're going to go in depth and discuss. We're gonna go in depth and discuss like we're gonna discuss the rivalry between the two, how it ended. Why it ended that way? What were the plans? Prince is going to defend the decision, and uh, Prince is also there to defend his uh, booking blunders that I called out in the very first episode. I was about to say, I was like, "Yo, shit's about to go down." Oh but yeah, then he's going to be like, "So luck of the draw." You want? Know you've been talking shit. Yeah, that luck of the draw. I am. Uh, I'm very. I believe we could be civil towards each other. I'm glad you got it out there, though. Like I was saying earlier, like you gotta have the fucking bad come out for there to be more good. Yeah, I was like. I there and again, luck of the draw had plenty of good. Yeah, but I was like, I called out what I thought I saw. For me, it was bad. I gave you hell for that, like as a joke. But I feel like a lot of people like actually got pissed off that you had differing opinions about the show, and it's just kind of like, dude, like some of these opinions. Like Thad was just saying it because a lot of people were saying it too. Like I don't think it was directly to you. No, but like, it's like. Opinion, Bad. He was like, me losing was the right thing. I was like, okay. It's like, There's like a lot of people who just gave you hell about that. Uh, like, understand that I, I I have no problems with Finn. And I have yeah. no problems, you know, ultimately it's what happens after that is going to dictate how I feel in the long run about that title change. Exactly. But at the time of it happening, off of my first, off of my first reaction to it, it was why? Yeah, like I think People didn't. I don't think a lot of people understood that that was like initial reactions. And it's like again, this is one more thing that goes along the lines of, I am all in on whatever's going to happen. My initial reactions do not dictate how I'm going to feel about it in the end because the end result, I'm going to look back on that beginning and it's like, okay, now I understand what happened. But initially, this is how I felt, and this is my review of this show. That's how I felt, and my feelings might change as we go forward. But again, a lot of feedback, a lot of what you're going to see from me are going to be gut reactions off of my first reaction. Yeah, because a lot of times I don't go back and I don't I don't necessarily go over and read, you know, multiple times. I follow stuff as it goes down. Yeah, so, I've like, I've done that too, and it runs into situations where I like read something. And then I'll I'll write a message about it, and I'll be, and everybody's like, "Yo, you read that wrong." I'm like, "No, I didn't. Shut up." And again, I don't I don't want to bash anybody's booking decisions or whatever, but I do hope that if you get anything out of this, that like I hope that I can help. Be I am being constructive at the very least. Yeah. And I'm not going to apologize for my opinions because they're just that opinions, and hopefully, like. I am. I try to. I try to be very civil towards people with their opinions. I'll explain my side of the story, and hopefully that we can have a civil conversation about it. Just do not attack me. 
that that's like the only thing that I ask of you. If you have a differing opinion to me, come to me like a man and let's talk it out. Yeah. And that's it. But uh, I think I think it's uh, it's late and I think it's time to call it quits for the night. So again, thank you for coming on and you're welcome yeah. anytime. I think you and I need to do calls more often that way so we don't run into like so we'll get stuff out of the way and then like once we've had calls then we'll be like oh we can talk about this on the podcast instead of getting here and then i'll like start talking to me like well i i I like the i like the i like getting in here and doing like a ramble episode every now and then but we do we do need to authentic yeah but you know we do need to call more i i do agree with that because like i just dislike calling on you know yeah that's the worst part like well I'll, i'll be honest with you the only person the only people that I really call with anymore. I will call with Rabbit, and then I will talk with my creative every now and then. And well, a lot of the time I'll talk with like my creative for NGWI. And then I will talk with maybe a handful of other guys. And that's about yeah. it. And, you know, but that, that, those are the people that I'm, I'm around. Those are the people that I enjoy the most. And with, just with you and me, it's just one of those things where we're, I work five days a week. And I work nights. I work zero days a week. <laughs> well, I, I work. I work nights. I work nights, and that's when you're free. And I close well, a lot. Technically, so... you work zero days a week because you work nights. I just had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we do need to call more, and uh, hopefully, we can change that in the near future. So, yeah, man. But again, next up, we've got Vince on here, curator Vince, Vince Torres. Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about. Uh, I guess. I suppose. Uh, I'll come up with the topic in the next couple of days. Uh, we've got uh, Tool for the Glory Pro Review, and we've got Prince Peggy and Rabbit for Sycamore versus Matthews, the final chapter. Prince gonna defend his booking decisions and all that. So until next time, guys. Uh, again, thank you, Bowen. And uh, until next time, we will see you later. <laughs>